0: It's Brittany Chisholm. You're listening to the Moto X Pod Show.
1: I love the sword. That's one of my all-time favorite bands now. But hey, guys, we are back with episode 104. Pretty cool lineup tonight. We have Miss Courtney Schmaley. We have Smiley. Sh- No, it's not sm- it's Smiley. Whatever, dude. We, We're—I've <laughs> messed her name up a couple times. Anyway, sh- let's start that over. That's- no, come on, go. Okay, we'll keep going. Sean Brennan from Feld Entertainment. Supposed to have Zach Osborne on. He had to reschedule. Uh, he had some stuff come up. So we've got Mr. Ted Parks from TPJ coming on. And of course, Jay Reynolds from Nitro Arena Cross. He's been on a few times. He's got some updates for us. Glad to have him back on. Really great show. All brought to you by our title sponsor, Torque One Racing. Uh, The Moto X Pod Show is brought to you by Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing is providing high-quality, economical performance parts. Check out TorqueOneRacing.com for grips, pegs, handlebars, shifters, brake pedals, and more. Johnny and Torque One Racing has a passion for for the racing industry. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, Shock Socks, MX Girl Designs, All Sport Dynamics, Mad Jack Synthetics, which is an AMSOIL, uh, independent di- distributor owned by Dane Evans, Fly Racing and Powerband Racing, and also Works Wheels and Mods. All our sponsors that help us out kicking ass. Hey, so I got to say something about that Torque
2: One stuff. Yeah. So we've been running it on Doc's bike for a minute, and I have got to say that it is like the anodizing on a lot of stuff rubs away and goes away mm-hmm. really quick. It's still holding up on Doc's bike, and you know what I mean. Like he's yeah. one of the guys that rides like I do with the finger up on the, up on the lever constantly, and he gets those you get those bald spots where they where it rubs off. And, Never had that happen to me. Well, just because you don't ride properly. No, I don't. We had this conversation yes. this weekend, but um, I need a
1: lot of runoff after a jump so I can get my hands in position to stop.
2: <laughs> so, anyways, I just wanted to give them a shout out and let our customers know that that torque one is like, I guess I. I guess in a way, I had looked at when I f- when we first started dealing with it. This is way before they came on the show. Mm-hmm. They had very, very well good prices, and most yeah, of the time you sure. sacrifice a lot of quality with good prices, and you don't with their stuff. So I should no, give them a little shout out.
1: I'm running their shifter and brake pedal on my 15. Yeah. Um, I haven't ran his lever. Or I have his gri- his um, defy lock on grips on my 15. You like them. I do like them. You know, I, I ran the ODI ones, the Amig yeah. ones, for years because I like the way they look. And he's like, you got to run these grips. He, he gave me a set to try. Yeah, I love them. They're fantastic. If you like lock-on grips, I love the diameter of them. They feel good. Yeah. Um, and this last week, so I'm in my shop. It's kind of tight. And I'm working. I'm moving my 15, and I bumped the 06, and the 06 falls over on the concrete floor and bends the brake lever just, like, bend it around in a big circle, 180-degree turn. So I hit up Johnny and ordered my, myself some uh, new levers, which I don't have them on yet, but they look amazing. I can't wait to put them on. But, yeah, it's a great company. All the, He's part of TPJ, which yeah. you guys are here in a little while when we talk to Ted Parks. Uh, Torque One is part of that team, helping them out, and he helps a, a number of other teams out, doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, great. All these sponsors of ours are amazing. Please follow them on social media. Use them. Hit them up. Let them let them know that you guys listen. Uh, it helps us out. It's great. Um, so yeah, we're doing our uh, show. First time TJ's been back in studio in a while. Like a um, month. A month. Yeah, it's probably been at least that because I think the equipment's been at my house for three weeks, probably. Yeah. Maybe yeah. more. It feels like it's been more than a month. And we had disaster strike what we thought, and then it was just one stupid button. Oh yeah, we had no sound out of our mics when we got it, when I I brought the board back today, and he's like, "You fried it." So I don't think so. It worked last night when I interviewed Sean Brennan, who is on the show tonight, but I had to pre record it last night yeah. at my house because Feld has some big thing going on tonight. Um, but we, so yeah. um,
2: and so, something new for the guys that are tuning in, just downloading this, listening to it later. This episode is live on YouTube, and it's totally, completely. Uh, Crap show! Yeah, we're
1: we're recording way out of order. This yes. intro that you're hearing now was actually recorded at the end of the show. Yeah, but if they were the people that were on YouTube got to see all that because we just left it running the whole time, pretty much. <laughs> so it's all over the place. So if some of the stuff I'm saying or TJ says doesn't really make sense right now, hopefully by the end of the show it will. Yeah. So, um, like the the me mispronouncing Courtney's last name. We she told me how to pronounce it and then I screwed it up thirty seconds later. Yeah. And apparently I'm still screwing it up.
2: And so we, um, but. There will be more of those for people who want to watch it live and yeah. see, like, because a, a lot of people who listen to it, when we go to breaks, we just shut everything off. We do stuff. We get up. We whatever. Um, and we're just going to let it run through that until it gets us in trouble.
1: Yeah. And so we you, say something stupid. Yeah. yeah. You'll hear all <laughs> kinds of BS probably, and we'll have other guests in. Uh, I know we mentioned this later in the show, but the camera – We usually have a guest sitting right here when JT's in or or when Derek Wedding's been in or Craig uh, Martin or any of the other guys, uh, Scott Foster, whoever. So we'll we'll move the camera around. We'll try to figure things out. Let us know. Um, I just got done saying this a few minutes ago. You'll hear it in a couple hours uh, (laughs) that, hey, if there's anything that we can improve on, let us know. I got an email today about something that I was doing that was annoying or um, that wasn't well-received and and the dude was right, and I'm going to try to fix it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm you listening. Just, you waving at yourself? No, no. I'm, I'm. So anyway, just we appreciate you guys listening. Um, please feel free to hit us up at com. our killer website that was designed by an amazing person. It, it rocks. It's got all kinds of cool stuff, including a contact form where you can message <laughs> us. And I usually respond within a few minutes. And <laughs> we you laughing at, man? You. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Not only. What did I say? That was funny. You're just so full of
2: yourself sometimes.
1: We I, I wasn't talking about me mm-hmm. who designed that website some awesome dude <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <such a nerd. laughs> all right so anyway oh. so yeah so you and i and jt and francisco one of our buddies we went to buffalo creek mx in canton texas this last sunday
2: i'm really glad all the other tracks are closed down i hadn't been to buffalo in a while and it just reminded me why I like that place. I know there's certain parts of like those tabletops are kind of short out there that you don't like, but those are for some of the smaller riders. Sure. But man, the track was was on point. The track sand was, in was pretty on damn point. Good shape, I have to
1: admit. Um,
2: um, and it washes off real easy.
1: Dude, yeah, I did that <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, yesterday I washed my bike off. It's just sand. But we had a good time, man. You haven't rode in a long time. I mm-hmm. haven't rode since the fly fun day at Cycle Ranch. Um, I'm I got st- arm pump like, so incredibly bad, so, I'm so fast. S- I- I'm still sore from that, but yeah. I-, I had no arm pump. But you and I had, uh like, you know, none of us really got to put in very many laps because consistently because we're all old and tired and out of shape. Yeah. But you and I had about two or three laps that I caught a lot of it on my YouTube. Cool. My YouTube, my GoPro. um Cutting each other off, kind of, you know... I'm on a 450. You're on a two-stroke 144. So clearly on the straightaways, I could have just yes, walked off and you left you. I tried of to times. back it down, and it's just so we could have some fun and cutting in and out of each other on corners, really I, good time. But
2: I wish I would have had a GoPro on. You talked about Francisco, who you didn't get a lot of video. I actually of. got
1: some video of him on the bike. I just didn't when we were talking, talking. In the pits. I didn't get a lot of footage of him because he was doing he was over at his uh, truck. And I he, wish
2: I would have had a GoPro on because me and him got into like a little like elbowing. I saw
1: that while I was sitting in my chair with JT. <laughs> we were
2: having fun. Yeah, like he was like coming in and just like jamming his elbow into me, and I could not have. I, I like that kind of stuff. A lot of guys get freaked out and pissed off about no, that. that. Was, yeah, but for me, it's, good time. It's, it's it's that that's fun to me. So it right. was awesome. Uh, JT rode like three laps.
1: Mm. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like one at a time. He might have done five or six, but it was about one and a half. And you take off, yeah. take a break, ride he a couple, take a break. Pump. He's got yeah. one of those four arm cocks. Four arm strong. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I saw, I saw Francisco <laughs> over there using it. And I was I kind of want to laugh. I actually tried one at three palms for the moto mashers. Um, I don't know if it works or not. I don't know. It even
2: says on there you have to use it like days in advance. Right, to get, right. And, I, and the the tech the idea behind it is a i it, it's it's good science. It's just I'm it, too lazy to do that shit days in advance. Yeah, and and I
1: don't get arm pump. I don't get arm pump because yeah, I have good form. So <laughs> that's probably what it is. <laughs> um. So anything else that we need to talk about at the intro? I'm trying to remember what we've already talked about. Uh, I said use our sponsors. Please, man, go to Patreon.com and support us if you can. It helps out a ton. I know I've mentioned a million freaking times on every every interview I do that. Go to A1. Can't wait. That wouldn't happen if not for our sponsors, which we're only gonna be able to keep if we, you know, if you guys support them and our Patreon supporters. Man, they help out a ton. Um, it, it just it's it's how we can do the things we do, like this board here that you know TJ paid for out of his own money. You know, we want to improve the board at some and That's going to come from supporters like you guys listening, and we we do. We can't – I can't say enough how much it means to me that anybody listens to this and likes it.
2: Well, and also um, – and uh, we just talked about the YouTube deal. We got a YouTube channel started. We're doing that because it's fun, and we want to do more with that. So make sure you just go on there, subscribe to it. Everybody watches YouTube. Okay. Go
1: yeah, go ahead. Well, the, the the YouTube thing. So i I've contacted some of our listeners. Um, Tony Cutler over in New Zealand. Uh, I hit up Van Martin, uh, John Short. I want to tell you, you all you. If you go to your local track and you've got your buddies and you're sitting around the pits and you you shoot the shit every week, I want to see that. Send us some video, man. Um, of not just riding. Yeah, you could send us of your group hanging out and what it's That's like awesome. talking shit. Um, send us some GoPro footage. We will put it on our our the Moto X Pod show YouTube channel because I want to get all you guys involved. Um, it's not just me and TJ. It's everybody. Your listeners. You're part of the show. Uh, if you want us to put it on our YouTube channel, I I would love to have that. I want to see how the other all you guys weekends go. You know, like I know what it's like for us to shoot the shit, um, but I want to see that. So yeah, we'll. Just uh, MotoXPodShow.com contact form or you can email me at DarkSideMX3 AOL. If, if you send us content and we post
2: it up do not flag it as like we're stealing your content. Yeah, uh, if you're going to send it to us we're going to post it. That's we're going to we post it, it uh, and, surely they, I, and I they're know they're smart enough to know that. Well, there's other YouTubers that had this issue. People send them content and then they flag it as that's my content. You know, that Ooh, kind of Why stuff. are they sending it to them? But I'm then, just telling you people sense. are stupid. Okay. So, but no, if you send it, we'll post it.
1: <laughs> if you're stupid, please don't send us any content. <laughs> uh, okay, so. I love that. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I want to get everybody involved in that. Um, you know, I try to post on social media as much as I can and put all this stuff up. But sometimes it gets a little overwhelming when I'm at my day job and I can't do it full time all the time, but um, – So, yeah, I think that that's a big thing. I would love to Vance said he was going to send me some of his GoPro and, and John actually, John Short never responded. I need to call him back, but I want to get like, you know, the pro privateers that we're friends with. I want to get footage. I want to get footage from whatever, man. If you're, if you um, have a eight year old daughter that rides moto and you want to send some video in of her riding, let's put it on YouTube on our YouTube channel I think I think people would like that. I I think that's cool.
2: And we'll do our best when if you do that and you have a YouTube channel, we'll do our best in the comments to like put links for your stuff. Just give us information what you want to send. You know that'd be awesome. Yeah,
1: because as of right now, pretty much everything on our YouTube channel there's only like four or five videos other than what we're doing tonight. And they're basically some very slow footage of me riding around some of our local tracks because that's just all I have as of right now. But we're gonna try to expand that. I know you don't want to just watch me riding laps. Uh, I want to watch everybody else riding laps at all your local tracks all over the world. Um, so yeah, I'm, yep. I'm pretty excited. That hopefully, we'll start getting some stuff. All right, that it. That's um, our first guest. Yeah, let's take a break and we'll be back with our first guest. Moto X We are up with the first guest of the night for episode 104, and she is brought to you by MX Girl Designs. If you're looking to make your modern bike pop or freshen up your vintage bike, Charlene at MX Girl Designs can fix you up. Char does fantastic custom work at a great price, so contact Char at mxgirl.com for info. And on the line with us is Miss Courtney Schmale. I didn't say that right, Miss Courtney shmayley right
3: smiley smally Sh- I,
1: I screwed that up so bad and you literally <laughs> just, just told yeah golly <laughs> that's okay i'm sorry you know, you're
3: not the first one everyone always messes my last name well up.
1: everybody messes my last name up too so yeah it's italian and it's everybody screws it up but um courtney you uh you live north of the border in uh, the beautiful country of canada and yeah. you do, uh, I guess it would be considered enduro or cross country type racing up there. Um, you know, what exactly is it? Enduro that you consider what you do?
3: Yes, I would say it's enduro. I mean, we do cross country and hair scramble. And cross country is anything over 25 kilometers. Okay. So it's all, yeah, it's all enduro based.
1: Well, looking at your Instagram at Courtney416Smolly. Um, what you get to ride in is beautiful country, first of all. So I'm super jealous of that.
3: Oh my gosh. I can of even begin to start. Uh, Alberta is where we're based out of and it's the terrain here is absolutely amazing. We're pretty lucky with the place we get to ride. And there's, there's some places you reach up to 8,500 feet and you're, you're overlooking all the prairies and on the other west side of you, there's just mountains mountain miles. It's amazing
1: yeah it's go ahead i was gonna
2: say that that's all good and all but since i mean as far as us we're down in texas (laughs) our our thought of canada is you get probably about what a month of riding and the rest of the time (laughs) it's snow
3: well i mean you could say that but we usually improvise and we're setting up our tires and riding whether it's snow or rain or or dry we're always out
1: and what is that like you know when you you put the, the studs in you go ride the, on the snow or ice i mean how does that compare to riding when it's when there's not snow on the ground is it i mean is the technique completely different or is it fairly similar
3: I would say the technique is different. I mean, when it comes to riding with studs off-road on the trails, that's quite similar to racing. However, I also do the ice racing in the winter, which oh, nice. is oval racing just in circles. And everything you know of off-road, throw it out the window. It's all different. It doesn't even matter. So you it's race so You
2: race those bikes around that have, like, basically a chainsaw on the back?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Oh, my God. That, <laughs> Pretty you're, much. I, I mean i've seen we, we've seen you online you are a very a very pretty girl but you're manlier than me because there's no way oh. i'm going out there to get run over but have you seen these things dark side to Yeah, like, but like i'm just laughing at i mean everybody's spikes. manlier than you oh that's terrible
3: <laughs> oh i can't even explain the feeling too it's different You're your railing corners at over a 100 kilometers an hour it's pretty intense it's fast and you're right neck and neck with people beside you. Anything could
2: happen. Yeah. My wife, who's, I mean, she's into moto because we are and, her, and, and my son is, but she'll sit down and watch that ice racing. It's quite exciting.
3: Oh, oh yeah. It's, it's something else. I, I recommend trying it.
1: Well, yeah, we'd have to move, come up north to I'm do that. way so, too cold. There's definitely no, uh, no conditions for that in Texas. Like, our idea of cold here is maybe 35 degrees for a couple hours during the day.
3: Oh gosh, yeah, try like minus thirty-five Celsius, uh, <laughs> right. and that's what we race in. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that I don't even want to come out of the house for that. But I guess when you when you're limited <laughs> to how much you get to ride, you do what you have to.
3: You know, our riding season actually isn't as short as you think. Like when we get out as early as uh, April. We get tons of chinook winds out here. We're riding dirt pretty much all year round for for different areas of Alberta, and our, our season goes well into. Uh, end of November
1: that's that's awesome yeah see, I see we're stupid down here we wouldn't we don't we don't know enough about Canada yeah I'm thinking like nine months out of the year you can't hardly ride and so yeah no I like of people things
3: that for sure right but it's
1: not so bad here well Courtney how did you get your start on riding motorcycles is that something like your family was into or did you know did you discover it on your own tell us a little bit about your background and growing up
3: my background growing up, I wasn't uh, totally into to racing or dirt bikes. I mean, we grew up on a farm, had bikes as kids, so like little 50s, nothing too crazy. It wasn't up until about four years ago where I really started investing my time into biking and I decided, hey, I want to start racing. So I literally threw all I had into the sport, dedicated every weekend, least four times a week into riding,
0: and came
3: from doing my first race at the Pounder on the ski resort to it's like placing in six, and then coming out uh, first place women's expert this year. So
1: wow! It's
3: been lots of consistency and hard training throughout every every season.
1: So, well, you said you you, you love the sport and everything, but how did you discover it the first time? Like, did you just come across it? I mean, like, uh, how did that initial discovery happen? Where you were like, "Oh, that looks really cool."
3: Yeah, I showed up to a dealership. I saw some posters that said, "Hey, like hair scramble, like come try them out," and. I had an old friend that said, come try these out, so I did, and my love for the sport grew that way, and that's how I figured that out. I started joining other local clubs. Uh, The Rocky Motorcycle Club is my first racing club I decided to enter, and and then from that, I went bigger, the TMA, which is a bigger Canadian league around here, and then the AMSA Series too. I decided to race that, and literally just picked up every race series i could and just cool. meet more and more people yeah
1: yeah, yeah. it becomes a family like what did your actually immediate family your mom dad family any other siblings you might have Myself, to think when you, yeah. when you started getting into this what were what, what was their thoughts on it uh their
3: thoughts was what are you doing remember <laughs> yourself and then you know, in my dad's background he's he's a black belt seventh degree in karate and my sister's Holy a white guy fighter. Wow. And my mom used to race stock cards, so you know the the rush is in the family. I think I was just trying to find my spark where I was supposed to be placed and this is it.
1: Yeah, that's that's really rad. You just said your mom rode, drove stock cars, which my dad did that growing up. So, yeah, that's pretty you you've got some <laughs> badass parents in. I mean, if, yeah, if they're into martial arts and racing, you you uh you got lucky.
3: I did. I really did get lucky. Um everyone's pretty athletic in our family, so I was just finding what suited for me, and this is this right. is where uh, my
1: passion led. So, what is your what are your goals for 2019? I assume you're going to jump into some series um, you know, are, are you looking for some championships or, you know, what, what are you, ex- what are your expectations for 2019 and what are you, what, what are you going to yeah. be doing?
3: Well, for 2008 or 2019, I have lots of big things coming. I'm going to be actually a brand ambassador for Beta Canada. So I'll be riding Beta wow. again, the their Motorcycles. Yeah. And I'll be also sponsored by Climb Race or Climb Gear too. So that's a huge part. I'll go down to their events that they have the Cow tag every year. Um, I'll be doing all of the AMSA series, which is a very high competitive uh, um, league for the women's experts. So I'm really anxious to do that. And I'm going to head back to the Desert 100 in Washington and
4: oh, cool. try
3: and get higher on the podium. That's another goal. I- and more ladies clinics too for this coming summer. So,
2: so you come down into the states and race pretty regularly?
3: Not regularly. I've only done the Desert One Hundred twice, but okay. I've come to the states to just leisure ride before.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, so I've done the. So I go ahead.
1: I started riding in the desert a little bit, and I just got done watching the um, second Dust to Glory movie. I don't know if you've seen those about the Baja One Thousand. Um, yes, and, yeah, I
3: know what you're talking
4: about.
1: Yeah, those things like I just it, it has me so pumped on trying to get out and do some desert racing. Um, I, I really want to do that again and like how, how do, do you like that as much as riding up north in, in the different terrain or, or do you do you have one that you favor?
3: Well, I, it was so different. I loved it because it was so high speed. It was fifth gear the whole way, and it was something different that I'm not used to. Right. Back home, we've got tight single track and rocky terrain, so it was really different, but in that sense, I loved it because it was, put me out of my comfort zone a bit, and I rode probably the fastest I've ever rode out there. It was amazing.
2: That seems insane. I watched the videos of the All-Gas, of the People racing that, and <laughs> yeah. Darkside wanting to do it, and I don't want any part of that. Well, I didn't say I want to do it fast. Oh, I got you. Yeah, just go yeah. go yeah. ride the desert. Yeah. One thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, we uh, You want
3: to go fast.
1: Yeah, I like going a, a relatively fast, but I, not you know you're talking speeds of in excess of 100 miles an hour. Nah, I'll, I'll probably back that down just a little bit. But yeah, we had some girls on uh, Taylor Heineman
2: and her and some friends of hers that do. Um, a Vegas to Reno they did race. Vegas to Reno. Yeah, and she said that they were averaging eighty miles an hour across the desert. Nope, I don't want
1: no part of that. <laughs> oh
3: yeah, isn't that insane? That's awesome.
1: y'all are crazy. <laughs> well, what what is the sport like? Like we see the women's, we see women come out to some of our local races and, and in the states, the women's MX, uh, the national has actually just got disbanded. There won't be any as of right now, but we. I don't know how much you follow Supercross, but last year they did the makeup to mud, and they're doing that again this year, where they're really trying to promote women's racing. Is is women's racing in Canada fairly popular, or is it a, a, just a small niche? And and what how do you how do you um, think like you know, we how, how do you, how do you see it growing in the next few years? I
3: definitely see it growing. I mean, every year we get more and more interest, and that's definitely what. Uh, myself I'm trying to do is promote women's riding, and more so off-road, because that's what my passion is. However, uh, it's definitely growing. It is a smaller niche right now, but uh, I'd have to say, like, for our first time this well, past summer, we had a massive ladies clinic of 40 women come up, and they were all beginners to intermediate, and I love the huge eye-opener to show, like, hey, women are interested. They want to learn, but to have someone come down to their level and help teach them was the biggest thing that they found was hard. You know, not having your boyfriends teach you, yeah, right. do this, do this, right? You know, women have a better way of explaining things. So I'm hoping uh, more become uh, open to the sport and really want to try it. And, but right now, it's, it's not a huge amount of racers as there are just leisure riding.
1: Yeah, well... I, and what do you see, like, what are, I don't know how uh, the sanctioning bodies are up there in Canada that you race under, yep. but are they doing any promotional things, trying to get more younger riders and more f- females involved?
3: Oh, definitely. Lots of, the, the younger generation is definitely our main focus, and we're always trying to promote uh, women's uh, ride days, ladies' ride days, uh, uh, just for kids' ride, ride days, and, we're always trying to promote that, especially with our smaller Rocky club where it's hugely family orientated. So there it's it's there. We just, we're looking for the people to come into the sport and try and bring more, more people to, to love it like we do.
1: Right. Well, and that's not an easy thing to do because I mean, dirt bikes in general is a small niche um, sport and then trying to get females involved. I'm sure the, the parents sometimes are like, well, I don't want my kid doing that. And, it's not an easy obstacle to overcome, but I I'm very impressed. I that like you just said you race racing an expert class. I mean that's that's just rad. I mean that that ladies, I I, I get passed by women all the time out on the track because I'm slow. So I, I think it's <laughs> it's just really cool. And I probably shouldn't um separate like oh well guy it's really cool when a girl beats me because they're you know I shouldn't separate the fact that a man and a woman like make it different, but. Yeah. You know, I guess I kind of do a little bit. When a girl goes by, I'm like, what the crap? Well, no, I I will say that I think you're
2: right (laughs) to actually, because when you have a woman who can ride as fast as what you can and some of the other ladies we have on, this is a very physical sport. It's very impressive. And women are not physically built like men. And so when we get schooled by by women, there's a reason why, because y'all have to put in twice as much work, and that's why it's impressive.
3: This is true. Yeah, actually, with our Rocky Club, I'll race the, the men's class there, too, so it's fun on the line to to tease them all when I'm passing them.
4: Right. <laughs>
1: so and do I you,
3: understand what you're saying.
1: Do you do you feel like you're pretty well welcomed and accepted?
3: Oh, 100%. Good. Like we're on the line together, boot-kicking each other. <laughs> and we're, we're bars. It's it's awesome. I love racing the guys.
1: That's awesome, yeah. it Really, I like it. I, I love that women are involved. I just want our sport to grow, uh, you know, and we – TJ had mentioned that we've had Taylor on, and we we try to have female racers on as much as we can. Uh, I think Jordan Jarvis is going to be on next week, actually. And yeah, I, th- I just I think it's um, imperative that women and kids and everybody that that they're it grows the sport grows with them and allows them to be showcased.
3: I agree, one hundred percent.
1: Do you follow American Supercross and Motocross at all?
3: I do bits of it. Yes.
1: Okay, have you ever raced a motocross race, or is it pretty much just off-road?
3: I've done a few. like uh, Some of our uh, hair scrambles are actually a track mix with single track. So I've had the experience of uh, hitting jumps and being that enduro rider out there, but my suspension isn't totally set up for that.
1: (laughs) Sure, I understand. (laughs) I was just curious if you liked it and what you thought of it.
3: I actually love it. It's a lot of fun. We have a track that's built by uh, my boyfriend's hometown, Randy, and I wrote that before, wrote the Alex track, and I really like it. It's different, and it it is fun.
1: Right. Um, Okay, and you mentioned Climb earlier. I I saw on your Instagram that you're a Climb ambassador, and I kind of did a little bit of research. It looks like they do mainly like – it's a clothing company, and it seems like it's for more winter use. Is it – is it casual and athletic, or tell us a little bit about Climb.
3: Yeah, Climb, uh, they specify in all outdoor gears as far as motorsports goes. So they do a lot of uh, the bigger enduro bikes, the street bikes, uh, dirt bikes, and snowmobile gear. And they have uh, active wear and just casual wear, too. They're, they're quite popular. Um, in Idaho is where their manufacturer is. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they definitely specify in more tough technical riding gear is what their main focus is for long lasting.
1: Very cool. Well, Courtney, I really appreciate you yep. coming on tonight. Um, you know, we don't do a lot, we don't have a lot of like off road enduro type stuff. We have some cross country woods riding here in Texas, but what you do when I see in your, your Instagram, it just looks amazing. And it's very impressive because I don't know that some of those rocky hills you climb, I'd be very good at, um, it's, you know, and it's, yeah. and some of it's dangerous. Well, anytime you're on a motorcycle, it's dangerous, but what you do is really cool. It's really rad and it's very awesome to talk to you tonight and uh, get a few minutes to hear about what you do.
3: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time.
1: Well, absolutely. You know, later in the season, like I, I need to text you and kind of see what your race schedule is going to look like, but we'd love to have you back on once you start racing a little bit and seeing how some of your events go. I would love that.
3: Yeah, I'll keep you posted and give me a show when the time's right.
1: Awesome. W- will do, Courtney. Thank you so much for some of your time tonight, and uh, you enjoy that cold weather.
3: <laughs> I will. You guys stay warm up there. We're going to try. <laughs> All
1: right, Courtney. Thank you. Oh,
3: thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so
1: much. Bye all right well that's, that's awesome that's courtney i'm gonna say it wrong i know Schmaley. smiley shm- smiley sh- sh- smi- like, like, like smiley but with yes, a smiley but you guys check her out on instagram it's at courtney c-o-u-r-t-n-e-y four one six s-c-h-m-a-l-e uh beautiful riding areas that she goes to the the it's just unreal some of the scenery that she gets to ride through and you could tell she's out having a good time. She's doing wheelies and some of her pictures and all kinds of cool stuff. So, yeah, give her a follow. She's really rad. Um, you know, we love having the the female racers on the show and supporting them. Uh, TJ, are we ready to take a break or let's let's talk about um, before we do take a break. Works Wheels and Mods, Brett Hooper, he did my suspension. Bro, that looks like the first time I got to see it this weekend. With
2: a, the with a Cerakoted black. Your bike looks way faster than what you are.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I say it on here a number of times. Gage, Michael Gage always says I'm all show and no go. And, and Dude, I, your I, I bike is that. legit. Looks like, good, but it felt amazing. Today or awesome. Sunday when we went to Buffalo Creek yeah. here in Canton, Texas was um, – really the first time I got to really get a feel for how it felt because the first time I rode it was at Kirk Hunters paint ranch, which is basically rut track. Uh, then we went to cycle ranch, which was really Sandy and super windy. So I wasn't really jumping a lot of stuff and I couldn't get a feel for it. But at Buffalo Creek, great day, beautiful day riding with you and JT Cooley. And, uh, the The weather was great. the track was condition was great, and the suspension was unreal it, it I, definitely was massive improvements.
2: Well, I was riding behind trying to keep up and I'm like, well, I guess I'm getting slower, but now maybe i, I but I was riding I felt good, maybe yeah. that suspension
1: just made you faster. no dude, you keep we joke about it, but realistically, you're on a two stroke y z one forty four I think is what you said it was, yeah, you're underpowered, but you're still keeping up with me, so that really kind of <laughs> means I'm slow. <laughs> But um, I couldn't pass you. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to Brett Hooper at Works Wheels and Mods. Like you guys know that Power Band Racing is one of our uh, sponsors on the show. They primarily focus on WP suspension. So if you are running something that is not WP, man, give Works Wheels and Mods a shout out. Brett's got really great prices on his revalving and his work. Um, really good prices. Yeah, his cerakoting. Kind of he can cerakote stuff any color. Uh, and he's just grad, dude. So, yeah, give him a follow. I'm really, I, I want to give him a shout out because I love the the suspensions. First time I've ever really had any aftermarket work done to my suspension, and I'm pretty damn thankful.
2: L- like, I was seriously thinking, next time I need seals, I may just blow my stuff apart and send the stuff to get it to break. Just, I mean, I yeah. do most of my own suspension stuff because right. I'm cheap, I don't have the tools, so. But that seric coating was legit. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know. I- I'm going to send some, um, like my clutch cover off and my and my stator cover off to get them we're, done we have to build us some
2: vet bikes that, that look really good That yeah. look way better than what we ride you know right yeah, exactly. well
1: in the next couple of weeks we're going to be giving away another free coating of a stator or clutch cover we can't away that? a couple of weeks ago you cannot win that dang it i never get to win no. anything well, yeah you have to call call in some other shows maybe you can win something oh, but that's not true. on our show <laughs> all right guys we're gonna take a break we'll be back with uh ted parks from tpj
0: to pick your color. And don't forget, they are available for street bikes too.
1: Darkside here. Are you guys in the market for a set of new custom graphics? Are you tired of the same old basic layouts the big box companies offer? Well, if so, then you need to check out MX Girl Designs. From custom graphic kits, stickers, reproductions, and even vintage, MX Girl does it all. Call or text Char at 936-828. 1472 or email char, char at mxgirl.com and that's mxgirl g u r l and tell her Moto XPod sent you. Mad Jack Synthetics is an independent dealer of Amsoil synthetic oils. Amsoil has been around for 45 years and was the first company to bring synthetics to the general public in 1972. Since then, Amsoil has led the way in application specific oils and fluids designed solely for your cars, trucks, motorcycles, boats, and more. We understand what your needs are when it comes to protecting your investments, whether it be your motorcycles or the vehicle you use to transport your motorcycles.
0: Dane Evans and Mad Jack Synthetics is nationwide with customers and warehouses all across the USA and Canada. By joining the Preferred Customer Program, anybody can buy Anzoil products factory direct at wholesale pricing. Want to stock it at your shop or use it on your fleet of vehicles or your business? would you like to become an Amsoil dealer and have a tax write-off for your trips to the track or trail and start selling Amsoil to your friends and fellow racers? With Amsoil, you get free shipping on orders over $100 even when you're a wholesale customer. Contact Dane Evans to find out how it all works.
1: We at Mad Jack Synthetics are riders and racers just like the guys at the Moto X Pod Show. We know what you need to keep you in the game week in and week out. Amsoil Incorporated is a sponsor of many of your favorite series. Snowcross, ATV MX, Daytona Bike Week, the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, GNCC, King of the Hammers, Hot August Night's Car Show, and Motorcycle Mechanics Institute. Contact Dane and tell him the Moto X-Pod show sent you. Let him help you save money on your maintenance using Amsoil. Contact Dane at 805-531-9551 or toll free at 855-623-5225 or at madjackdiesel.shopamsoil.com. Like us and contact us on Facebook at Dane Amsoil Guy, on Twitter at Dane underscore Evans 393, and on Instagram at Dane underscore Amsoil Guy. What's up, Moto X-Pod listeners? This is Darkside, and as motocross racers, one of our top priorities is safety. That's why all Sport Dynamics wrist braces are one of my favorite products. All Sport Dynamics sees themselves as the Picasso of safety braces. Their passion for design and developing beautiful braces never stops. They've had the privilege to work with some of the largest names in the sports industry and have established a reputation for always bringing innovation to the table with every brace. For the pro chasing the championship or the six-year-old whose mom wants to avoid a broken bone, please try AllSport Dynamic wrist braces. Go to motocrosswristbrace.com. Or check out Instagram, at guy or call 936-569-1003 and ask for Jeff Brewer or Gary White. And keep in mind, these are the wrist braces that Justin Bogle, Joey Savacci, Weston Pike, Adam Cianciarello, Matt Gurky, and Brock Tickleware in their pro careers. Check them out, all sports, dynamic braces.
2: Since 1998, Fly Racing has been focused on developing the best gear possible. With research and development, they have become a leader in safety and comfort.
1: Fly Racing is worn by many of the top athletes in motocross and supercross, including Weston Pike, Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, Andrew Short, Damon Bradshaw, and Adam and Tyler Antonap. Second-two Trey. I wear Fly wear Fly too. The 2019 Fly Racing line includes the popular Light Hydrogen, the new Evolution DST line, the all-new women's light line, a redesigned F2 helmet, the FR5 boot, and Zone and Zone Pro goggles.
2: Fly Racing also has hard parts for mountain bike products and snow gear. Go to flyracing.com or check out your local
1: dealer for more info. All right, we're back, and on the line with me is the uh, PR manager. I hope that's the correct title, Sean. Mr. Sean Brennan with Failed Entertainment. How you doing tonight, Sean?
5: I am excellent, excellent. How
1: are you, Jamie? I'm doing really good, man. I'm, uh, I am just getting more and more excited every day for Anaheim One and what this year's Supercross is going to bring to us. Every year there's all kinds of ups and downs and surprises, and uh, I think we're just super fired up. And I'm sure you are excited, but also probably uh, under a lot of pressure at this moment.
5: Yeah, that's uh absolutely true. You know, we uh we and I mean everybody that you know here that works on Supercross for Fourth Entertainment uh you know, we're all as passionate about this sport as uh as, as you are and as the fans are. Um so we want Anaheim to be here, you know, super quick, uh but at the same time there is still a lot to do. So yeah, when we start counting down the days, it's like more like, oh, boy, we only have twenty, twenty-one 21 days. And, uh, <laughs> right. You know, this is what we know. We, the stadium will be open, racers will be on the starting line, and we will be kicking it off at 7.05. That is all in stone. So, right. So, you know, there's things that we can count on, and... Uh, you know, you can you you can only hope to get everything done, but uh sometimes and we do. I'm just you know yeah, it all a come little together. bit. But uh it always does come together. But yeah, there's there's a lot that goes into uh to putting on uh a supercross race, which is great.
1: Yeah, and, and there's there's some new stuff for two thousand nineteen. Uh, I mean there's a new T V package. There's there's there may or may not be some new um commentators in the booth there is a new sponsor on board with fly racing uh, a couple yep. of new stadiums so talk about yep. you know talk about some of these things you know that stand out to you as key to the growth of supercross and what feld wants to do
5: well it's all it's all part of the growth you know uh new stadiums new cities new markets new fans uh you know look at a city like nashville i mean we have never been uh, to Nashville. I mean, that is just, there are going to be, there are people that, you know, grew up there racing. Uh, I mean, I used to live in Nashville, so right. I know. I used to race there. Uh, or not race there, but ride there. I was never a racer, I was always a <laughs> rider. I understand. <laughs> I'll make that distinction, right? right? <laughs> but, you know, it's, uh, you know, anytime that we can go to someplace new and it fits the schedule. Uh, That's what we want to do. We want to bring this, you know, spectacle to to new places. And, you know, Nissan Stadium is, you know, a fantastic venue. Uh, We have uh, hosted, I believe, three summers now. Uh, We have taken Monster Jam into that stadium. uh, So they knew what we could do as far as, you know, and like most new stadiums, it's always – uh, they get uneasy when you t- start talking about bringing in, you know, 26 million pounds of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. 500, you know, dump truck loads of dirt. Uh, and boy, what's that going to do to the turf, you know, the stadium, all of those things. So yeah. uh, we went in there and we proved ourselves, if you will, uh, with Monster Jam and had, you know, great, great success with stadium shows there with Monster Jam. And then, you know, obviously they could see some of the behind-the-scenes logistics, you know, with moving dirt in, moving it out, protecting the floor, all of that. Uh, so little things like that go a long way, uh, you know, to getting inside new venues. But, you know, the thing, the, the thing, you know, fans have to realize is, I mean, these are in stadiums, you know, football seasons take place. You know, a city like Nashville where you have the CMA Festival mm-hmm. and, you know, artists uh, rolling through there, I mean, He stayed in his book four, five, six, in some cases, seven years out in advance. So, uh, but yeah, everything we do is to to grow this sport. We love this sport. Uh, Feld Motorsports took it over 10 years ago. We just celebrated our 10th anniversary. Uh, You know, the Feld family from purchasing uh, Supercross and Monster Jam. And, you know, we are we're really just getting started. So the new TV package uh, I think is absolutely going to be better for fans. It's going to be provide a lot more access. We're going to have, you know, some brand-new partners, if you will, with a lot of their additional programming. Right. Uh, there's, there's a lot of stars on, on NBC. So there's going to be a lot of things that, you know, fans are going to see uh, that we weren't able to do in the Fox family. Uh, and I think it's going to be, going to be, I think it's going to surprise a lot of folks, you know, access is everything.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So for sure.
5: making it more, uh, user friendly, you know, with the NBC sports gold app, I mean, that's a fantastic app. Uh, fans are already used to, uh, to using it with the outdoor, you know, pro motocross season. Sure. So, uh, there's a lot, a lot to come, uh, but we're excited. We're excited about a new partnership, and everybody on the uh, NBC side is excited about the new spa, uh, partnership. So, anytime you have that, and people are excited, uh, and the, the 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 drums are beating, that's a good thing.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. I, you know, in anything, we all know that you can't please everyone, and I've already seen. The the comments on Twitter and Instagram, oh, you know, now I got to pay for it. And, oh, some of these races aren't live. We used to get them live every week. But, you know, and, and I heard the same thing with the NBC Gold app with outdoors. Is now, you know, I'm not paying for that. But when you break break it down, at least for outdoors, and I haven't figured it out for Supercross, it, it ended up being something like a dollar or two per moto basically in outdoors it was a couple bucks you know and you had no commercials and it it was so it was beyond worth it in my opinion
5: yes yes no i would agree with that um i think there's some confusion out there you know with the nbc sports network so the nbc sports network is the sports uh channel of nbc right so NHL hockey is has really almost taken over that uh over that channel but NBC is now the home of motorsports. NBC uh Sports Network is the second, I believe the second most popular uh motors or overall sports channel and right behind ESPN. So we're in the right spot, right? Right, right. Uh, yeah. And it, it, we're, we're, we're in the right spot. There's no question. Um, but I think there's a lot of confusion as, you know, yeah, there will be some that are on tape delay. Uh, but all the le- races are going to be live. We're going to have a couple that will be on the big NBC, which is always uh, a fantastic thing, um, being on the, uh, the overall parent NBC. Uh, but then... You know, the NBC Sports Gold app, every, you know, that will be live uh, for every event. That will yeah. be commercial-free. And um, the way, you know, TV packages are done, you know, nowadays, access uh, and audience is it just it's part of the equation. So it's commercial-free. Uh, and, you know, with, with a lot of the millennials, you know, with the Netflix model and the Amazon model, uh, it has to be paid by something. If it's not being paid by advertisers, sure. just like your show, you know, you're looking for sponsors to help fly you out to Supercross, yes, so you can cover the event, right? I mean, this stuff doesn't get done for, uh, you know, there's still still expenses that need to uh, to be to get paid. Absolutely. But yeah, it ends up for the viewer uh, coming down to pennies on the dollar, really. I mean, it's uh, it's a great. And it works everywhere. I think that's the thing that we're most excited about is that you have access no matter where. Uh, It's a great product.
1: Yeah, I agree. You know, and I did away with my cable system probably two years ago. Um, See that? Yep. And so the only issue with that is when you're trying to watch live sports, whether it be a football game or basketball or hockey, typically, you don't have a DVR anymore. So you have to watch it live. There are no replays typically on like Fox Sports or, or whatever, ESPN. So I would have yep. to have my mom record Supercross every week for me. And then that means having to go over to my mom's house and sit there and, and watch Supercross while my mom's trying to talk to me. And, you know, and now I don't have to do that because with the sports gold app, the NBC sports gold app, even if you don't watch it live, it's, it's always, you know, always there that you can watch it anytime. And for me, that's a blessing. Well,
5: well Jamie, it is, <laughs> it is definitely a blessing, but I'm, um... If I'm hearing you correctly, you know, mom mom needs to see you, son.
1: (laughs) That's probably true, but not while I'm watching Supercross. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pulling for mom. Yeah, that's that's probably true. I'll go visit mom at another point, but I want to watch Supercross without my mom talking to me.
5: We we we, we got to go back to Fox, man, because his, <laughs> Jamie's mother needs to spend quality time with her uh, son. All right, done deal. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'll still go spend time with my mom, but we're gonna stick okay. with with the Gold App, you know. And and to, before Make we wrap, sure you
5: promise now. <laughs> yeah, I will.
1: Before we wrap up the talk on the NBC Gold App, um, you know, I was what the Feld is good We're gonna have Amateur Day at every super or not every Supercross round, but I think uh, eight of them, if I'm not mistaken.
5: Uh, that is correct. Eight, eight rounds uh, of Supercross Futures, and then that will culminate in a uh, Supercross AMA National Championship.
1: Well, and now, will there be any chance that any of that will be covered on the app, where people can watch that?
5: Uh, there's no plans of that okay. for year one, uh, but that could be something that we end up uh, doing on our own uh through you know another another channel and or yeah for for years two three and four we could absolutely uh see that that might be something that uh we end up doing but no plans for that in okay. 2019 uh, but we are looking into, uh, to, uh, perhaps, you know, doing some streaming ourselves of yeah. the, uh, Supercross Futures rounds. That'd yep. be really
1: cool. That for, especially, you know, even, yeah. even if it's just the, some, I, well, I mean, I'd love to watch all of it if that was possible, but even if you just had some highlights here and there, you know, I mean, a, a lot of people are going to spend good money to stay an extra day and have their kids out there or themselves. And, yep. and it'd be great to be able to, Hey, let's see, I'm on TV. You know, that'd be kind of pretty cool. Absolutely, absolutely. So, also, uh, it sounds like there's going to be uh, a, I don't, I some shootouts back, and I believe three triple crowns again. Um, is that something? Yep. What was the overall response last year on both of those, you know, special uh, events that w- they weren't every weekend, but they were every so often? You know, what was the overall response from fans, and then also from the teams?
5: The overall response all around was positive and we'll start with the fans because everything we do is obviously with the fans in mind yes and you know they're uh viewing uh racing the live experience you know at the live event everything that we do is for the fan uh the simple idea behind the triple crown format is uh, our stars, you know, more mm-hmm. time on the track from our stars. And those formats certainly did achieve that. You know, you saw, you know, the the whole entire pack was, you know, all marquee guys, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it works. And we definitely saw some different front runners. Um, we saw some different overall uh, main event winners. And that's exactly what it was designed to do um from the racer standpoint uh i think for the most part they all agreed that it was a great uh a very good change up if you will Mm -hmm. uh just a change up in the pace but i think the biggest thing you know was the three starts and that is a lot you know we know that uh, a lot can happen in a start uh obviously you know with what happened with weston you know overseas i mean it's racing and we all realize that so you know, a few of our um, marquee athletes, you know, brought that up in, in a few of the post-race press conferences that, you know, one start in a main event is uh, is not only enough, but when you have three, uh, that does obviously, you know, up the ante uh, from the athlete standpoint. So we certainly do understand that. Um, but overall, no, it's, uh, I think it's moved the needle. Um, I think that it's been a little bit of a challenge on our standpoint because it is a different uh, format, so from a television standpoint and a live event standpoint, uh, you know, programming that is much different than all the other races. So yeah. it does present some challenges, uh, all of which you know we spend uh, a good uh, deal of time in the off season here, uh, and I say that very loosely because <laughs> there is no off season. Right?
4: <laughs> no, so you guys you know, it's not.
5: Well, it's not, and you know, I think that you know people uh you know don't realize the you know the amount of work that that goes into this series but we we really started working on 2019 you know May 7th of last year right. so we were recapping 2018 and you know every department had notes on the season and you know things that we wanted to improve and you know what worked, what didn't work, uh, all of those things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there really is no off season. Uh, but I think that you know we got a lot of the kinks worked out. This will obviously be our you know only our second year of running three events with Triple Crown, uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki. They uh, will be defending uh, that trophy and that championship, which will be which will be exciting to watch. Uh, obviously they, they have that for- format dialed in with, uh, Eli Tomac winning the, uh, the monster million. Right. So same format. So it's going to be neat, uh, to see Eli and Joey, uh, at those, uh, events as well, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, so with the triple crown, the, 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 really the only kind of negative I heard last year from some of the teams was a little less time if there's a main, a mechanical issue in between the, the motos, the, the races, or I, you know, I don't really know what we're, if we have an official name for them yet, um, in between the events, main the Okay. The main events. Um, yep. and I was wondering if you guys had, had looked into that done, is there going to be any logistics changes and, and at a couple of the rounds, they had issues getting from the track to the pits, I think with security, I, I know there was one stadium in particular, and I can't remember which one it was, that they had some issues. Um, is that something that you guys addressed?
5: Absolutely. I mean, you know, that format, you know, there's not going to be a ton of time in between, uh, you know, those innate events. That right. That is, there is only so much time. You have, you know, a three-hour program and a three-hour, you know, night show. So, I mean, there is only so much time. Uh, but yeah, certainly logistics and stadium logistics, and you know paddock access, things like that. Security, absolutely, all of that has been uh, addressed, and hopefully we'll see you know more efficiencies uh, for this season as well. Um, but I don't, uh, I don't have the magic pill, if right. you will, on yeah. This is what we did to make sure that you know we had 14 extra minutes in between <laughs> the main event, but. Yeah, you know, you there's uh there's a lot of pro people that are looking at this stuff and you know really trying to make it uh the most efficient on the teams obviously uh and on the athletes as well.
1: Right. Well that's that's good. I mean, and I think that the fact that Feld does take all that stuff seriously and you're talking like you said May 7th you guys were had, you know had notes, everybody had notes. It it, it yep. shows that you guys care about the product. It's not just you know, it's just business. We're just trying to make money off this event. I mean, I know that you personally love this sport because I've seen you at some events outside of Supercross as a, you know, fan, basically a spectator. Yep. And, you know, and that means a lot to me that people are involved it with Feld over, overseeing the sport that I love, Supercross, that actually love Supercross.
5: Yes, yes. And I tell you, that that is everybody that works, uh, that works on – I'll, I'll say the brand because it is a brand mm-hmm. uh, but works on you know supercross the championship i mean the countless hours that go into this is is unbelievable um you know dave Prater has been you know doing this for 18 19 years now uh and why does he still get up in the morning he has a famous saying that you know everybody that works on supercross we get to do this. Mm -hmm. We don't have to do this, but we get to do this. And I think that that is a fantastic quote, and it really, you know, shows or demonstrates the passion that goes into this, because that's how we feel. You know, we could certainly be, you know, selling insurance or... (laughs) <laughs> you know, doing a a number of things. Yeah. not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs>
1: well, it's not exciting to supercross, that's for sure.
5: It, it, exactly, <laughs> but we do. We 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 take it very seriously, and we're all as much of a fan of the sport as uh, as the fans are. So, right. Everything that we do uh, is is really about improving the sport, growing the sport, making it better for our athletes, making it better for our fans, making uh... the racing more competitive making the experience at the stadium uh... more experiential uh... you know fan fest uh... is our new uh... term for what we're doing in you know what we were referring to as the pit party okay you know and we renamed it fan fest because that's really what it's about it's all about the fan and it is a festival like atmosphere uh, the Monster Energy Cup uh, in Las Ve- Las Vegas. We had uh, Pennywise playing. I saw that, and it was it was unbelievable. The energy that was, you know, in the paddock and throughout the day was just amazing. So, you know, now without, without laying out, you know, all of our plans, uh, you will see or fans will see music, uh, you know, at Fan Fest next year. Nice. Uh We have some other surprises. Uh, but we will be really expanding on the whole fan fest idea. Uh, so, a lot of neat things uh, still to come for 2019. Uh, but uh, it really is—it's um, everything that we do is trying to improve and grow this uh, this sport that we love.
1: Yeah, well, and I'm—I ex- mean, I just get like I said excited. I, I know that Mathis uh, announced that. Uh, you guys are going to allow him to be – he's going to do a live podcast, I think, from the fly tent um, on Saturdays. I don't know if it's every race. I think it's pretty much every race that he's at. Um, that's going to be an event that I, I guess is, you know, a failed Pulp MX kind of thing where he'll do a live podcast and fans can go in and, and kind of listen, I think. you know, I imagine he'll have writers and guests and team managers and all kinds of cool stuff people can get involved with.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh... How do you say it, Uh Mister Mathis is on the cutting edge of everything, right? Hey,
1: I do not, you know, you know, I he he does a show that's very much more listened to and way above what we do, and we have so much respect for him. And I mean, I'm yep. a I'm a big fan of Steve's, and you know, everybody knows yep. that I, they they all yep. uh, our listeners make fun of me for you know fanboying out, but it, you know, I I think what he does is important, and um. Yeah, I, I love the fact that he's going to be able to do shows from the stadium. I think that's just going to, again, it's just going to bring more more content, and that's what it's all about.
5: Yep, it really is. No, and you know, you have to throw visionary out there because Steve really saw something when nobody else did, um, and I think that's important. And you know, he 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 loves his sport. Uh, he keeps us in check. Uh, he's always, you know, uh, giving his honest opinion and feedback. Yeah. Uh, even, even when some folks don't want to listen or, or hear.
1: <laughs> but that's what a professional <laughs> journalist does.
5: It's, it's the fact finding, uh, for sure. Yeah. And, and, and again, I think, I mean, he's been doing this almost 20 years, I believe, um, which is absolutely amazing. Uh, but no, we love the Pulp MX show, we love Steve uh he does a great deal for supercross so now we're, we're we're big fans as well so it's going to be pretty neat uh you know doing things a little bit uh a little bit tighter next season
1: absolutely well i guess my last question for you if you could step away for just a moment from your failed um position and just tell me as a fan what you're most excited about for supercross 2019 whether it be you know Zach Osborne and Aaron Plessinger and Joey Savace and Justin Hill as rookies coming in, or or Chad Reed just announced that he's going JGR, you know, or, or just something. What what is the one thing that just you cannot wait to see?
5: Well, I I tell you what it 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 is from a fan perspective, my perspective. If I didn't even work here, uh, my goodness, uh, to see Jason and. You know, what philosophy he ends up bringing to the racetrack this year, uh, following, you know, in the dungeon mold. Uh, will he be more aggressive? Uh, Eli Tomac, I oh, mean, my, my goodness, he is so hungry and he is so good. Uh, you know, a lot a lot can say this is it. This is his year, you know, definitely. Uh, but, my goodness, the rookie class is unbelievable. Aaron Plessinger and Justin and Joey – and any one of those those guys can win a main event. Agree. As you know, as just as Marston and Eli and Justin Barsha, uh, I mean, unbelievable. Cole Sealy, yeah. right? Yeah. he was on a tear last year, uh, right before his uh, you know his crash in Tampa. So. I mean, my goodness, I, you know, it's the same goosebumps, it's the same chills, it's the thrill of the racing, Yeah, uh, but, but I tell you, man, it's Supercross Saturday night, man, and that's the biggest thing for me, uh, and that's, that's what I'm trying to get NBC Sports, you know, it's not uh, football night in America, but it's Supercross night in America on Saturday night, Saturday night under the lights. In a stadium, it doesn't. It doesn't matter what stadium. It's still special. Yes, uh, and, that, and that's what gives me goosebumps.
1: Well, uh, you, you are definitely excited as I am, and I can't wait to uh, be there at Anaheim and say hi to you and. See what happens, man. I, I uh, just I I can't even wrap my brain around all the possibilities of of the action, the things that can happen. You know, I mean, like so we could have a, a rookie winner. We could have Jason Anderson back on top. <laughs> who knows? Yep. I mean, who knows? You know, there's just there's no telling. There's no you never know what you're gonna get when you come to a Supercross. No. You just don't. No.
5: And you know, you think about—I mean, think about 2010 when Ryan Dungey in his rookie season, and he ended up winning. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. And and look how hard that was. Number one, look how long ago that was. Number two, and then think to right now that there's four guys that are completely capable of that.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and honestly,
5: It's an, amazing.
1: I feel like there's more. Like I don't think I don't doubt that Zach Osborne could win a championship. You know, right, like, right. you know, I, I think he's, or, you know, Aaron or any of those guys really, but after seeing what Zach did overseas and listening yes. to Steve, who was there, pump him up so much, I'm like, okay, like I, I'm kind of on board the Zach Osborne train for, for a possible, at least top <laughs> five, you know, I mean, I, I think he's going to yes. be in the mix, you know, if everybody stays healthy yep. and that's always a question, there's, yep. there's a number of guys, I, and again, Bar, uh, Barsha, you know, Barsha could do it, what, just. You just never know, and I, I, I'm like, I'm ready to get on a plane right now and go ahead and go to Anaheim. Let's just get there. Let's start a couple <laughs> weeks early. You.
5: Hey, Cooper Webb. Yeah, oh, nice yeah, yeah. We haven't even talked about. Cooper's, goodness, been quiet, yeah. Yeah. Cooper's been quiet, yeah. Cooper has been quiet. Oh, yep. my goodness. New team, new bike. Oh, yep. my goodness. So, yeah, there's 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 a host of guys that we haven't even
1: talked about. <laughs> oh, no doubt. You know, I mean, Dino's going to be kind of privateering it up a little bit in the beginning. Mookie, yep. Mookie well, he, Mookie got hurt a little bit. We don't know how bad it is. But I, I, I think he's going to be better than he has been in the last couple of years. So, yep. yeah, there's so many. Oh, I'm so excited. And
5: And, Jamie, Chad Reed.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. I know, yeah.
5: Chad Reed. I mean, how how fit is he looking? Yeah. And I just I think that the JGR and the Suzuki is just a great matchup you know, match up with him. Yes. Uh and boy, he he is a living legend and uh, you know, whatever this season ends up becoming, if it's a victory lap, uh if he ends up you know, breaking uh additional records, if he ends up winning a main event, top five, top ten, it really doesn't matter. Uh, because all of us are in for a treat, and it is something special that he is still out there lining up each and every race. Uh, and I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful that he is still has the passion like we do. Oh yeah. Um, but he does. He still has the passion for racing, and uh, the sport is very fortunate that he still does.
1: 100% agree with you. Um, yeah, you love him or hate him. He's a bad dude he he's he's an ambassador to the sport and he definitely has the passion because yeah I mean why would he still yep. be out there after injuries you know and, yep. and you know everything he's gone through it still wants to go out and show that he can do it that he's at yes. the heart of a champion he is a racer yes
5: yes he does yes he does. Maybe
1: that's what I'm most excited about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't decide. I mean, I'm just I just can't I know. wait. I cannot wait. I haven't been to an Anaheim once since I was probably fourteen or fifteen, and you know totally different. You different. The series was just so different then. so I'll, i right, had a, I right. had a choice, you know, I was kind of de- debating originally about going to um, Oakland instead of anaheim because that's daniel blair's home area and a couple of his buddies and i want to hang out with them but then i thought man i can't miss out on anaheim one i just can't
5: right right <laughs> so
1: yeah so a1 it is and uh i i'm ready man
5: fantastic well people keep telling me how many days away it is <laughs> i don't know off the top of my head but i know it's coming close yeah uh but we we look forward to seeing you out there it's going to be it's going to be amazing.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, Sean, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I know you're super busy, and I'm glad that we were able to line this up. And, um, yeah, I'll see you at Anaheim.
5: That is awesome. Uh, as always, Jamie, thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Appreciate everything that you do. And uh, excited for 2019. We'll see you in a couple of weeks.
1: All right, Sean, thank you. You have a good Christmas, and uh, enjoy a few days off, hopefully, before the all the madness starts again. Yep. Cause it's coming. Definitely. All right, Sean. I'll see you soon, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Our next guest coming back out of the break is brought to you by Fly Racing. Since 1998, Fly Racing has been focused on developing the best gear possible. In 2019, Fly Racing will be a title sponsor in Supercross and MX Nationals and also a title sponsor of the team that, uh, are the owner of the team that's on right now, Mr. Ted Park Sr. with TPJ Racing. What's up, Ted?
6: Oh, just uh, getting ready for the season, man. It's coming quick.
1: Dude, it's almost here. How prepared do you feel like you are?
6: Oh, I'm about running. I'm running probably a little behind, but. I always pull it off. You know, we'll be wrapping the rig January second.
1: <laughs>
6: wow. Okay. <laughs>
1: wow. That 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 would be a little behind.
6: It happens every year, though. Does it? Have it done in California.
1: Well, this year, uh, my understanding is you you're you're expanding a little bit. Won't you tell us about the pro the program for 2019
6: TP- TPJ? Well, we're coming in with the uh, the full on team sponsor riders, and then we're doing a transport. Uh, team to help, you know, guys go racing no matter what gear they run or what products they run, and then we're also going to stay for the uh, eight rounds of the the future uh, Supercross Pros.
1: Really? Uh, I didn't know you were going to be involved with that but, part, too.
6: Yeah, we're helping some, uh, a lot of guys are trying to get their points, and uh, Feld and the AMA has agreed to let them take the three chances, get six points, and go race East Coast Lights
1: that's fantastic
6: and, like it, and then they'll have to continue on and finish the other five rounds and try to get their points for 2020.
1: Right what do you think about this amateur uh amateur day that they're doing do you do you like it?
6: I think it's going to be a good deal uh you know uh it's 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 going to consolidate it to where you know they get to watch uh the, the pros on Saturday and then go out and, race on Sunday and I'm hoping they don't knock the track down and make it too easy. I know they have to make it safe for the littler guys. Right. But, you know, as far as the guys getting their points, we still need a little technical. I think they need to kind of round the whoops down a little bit. Maybe sure. Stretch out the landings, but they need to still keep the triples in their place and, you know, to separate these guys to get their license to uh, become a pro.
1: No, I agree. And I, the word of mouth is that they are going to tame it down a little, but not near as much as they as they did last year at the couple they had because last year apparently it was way too easy. Yeah, we had 50 jump and dribbles. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Ted, this year uh, my son Doc
2: and my wife, and, and when I'm off work, are going to hit as many of those amateur supercrosses. I know it's not set up to be like a series, but – I figure anything that we do to get him used to being in that stadium is going to be good for his future.
6: Oh, you're right. I mean, even if he's on 85s or, you know, coming up through the classes. Yeah, he'll be in the B class. It's going to be a good experience. The reason I put this program together is so parents can fly in and be able to watch the races, have their kid race on Sunday and fly home and go back to work on Monday and be able to do it again on the next round so they'll – you know, have an opportunity to haul their bikes and give
4: them
1: a set up.
6: So, yeah, it's, it's, to help, it's to help these younger kids.
1: Well, you know, it's, it's amazing as a sport is that the heart that you have and the passion that you have for the sport, how much you put in, and every year you try to improve it a little bit more and do a little more to, you know, really it's not, it's not benefiting Ted Parks, really. It's, it's benefiting the sport and the riders. And I, I, I just I think that's really um, commendable.
6: Uh, it, it had never been about Ted Parks. It's always been about you know the uh, Turvis and Lucas and you know the the you know the the, the manufacturers and the industry and then again the writers. Well,
2: know? it shows and, that because you keep having sponsors, run. you keep having sponsors coming back. So it definitely shows.
6: Well, we're signing three years now, so I'm in it till 2021. <laughs> oh, that's
1: fantastic. <laughs> Well, Ted, who do you have on board so far for this season? Uh,
6: as far as my riders? Yes, sir. Uh, let's see. On the full-on sponsor side is Ben LeMay, John 450, uh, the Honda 41, John Short, uh, Austin Kelly Mason Morton, Tanner Bezo, Blaine Zaveria, and then, of course, you know I have Jimmy Weeks has been training with uh, Baggett and Hampshire,
4: and yeah,
6: he, he's gonna get his points in two rounds. Is uh, race to East Coast light, so he'll he'll probably be a definite one.
1: That's fantastic! Yeah, yeah I'm looking. For, uh, you, I really love the fact that you're helping some of our Texas boys out, yeah, like Ben Luke. and John. That's right. Yeah, some of our some of our buddies. That's I, I love seeing those guys under your tent.
6: I'm coming with the Texas Longhorns on the front of my rig. We're coming <laughs> on <them. laughs> Like Boss Hog? I love it. Yeah, we're going to give it what we got. So, And then I, I still have a transport side also. So. We have Heath Harrison, Brett Huddle, y'all uh, Cheyenne Harmon, Van Martin, uh, uh, possibly Ryan Charette, and then uh, maybe Bruce is coming in a-
2: transport side so is that going to be two separate rigs set up
6: yes yes that's there. awesome rigs in fact there'll be three there'll be one for the pirelli deal and and for the vendors you know for charvis and we want to set a deal up with them and then we'll set a deal up for cnl product to uh show up uh cut in half with their products inside it you know loop it so we're, we're trying to step it up again this year and come in with a out of three
1: hundred foot setup.
6: nice. Uh, I don't know if I'm buying out more than I, can chew. I, I was gonna. I was
2: gonna ask. At what point in time do does Ted just run all of the pits? Like he's just in. <laughs> he's just. He's just that's totally in charge.
6: Well, I mean, if we get these bonuses for a whole shot, shots, we got twenty of them running. We might. We might be stepping it up.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, thousand
6: uh, dollars for the first turn. You know, that's that's a lot of money.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, one of the things, you know, you asked about Ted running things, Ted runs things anyways, everybody knows who Ted is. Yep. And last year at Dallas, it was pretty cool. I'm walking through the pits and I, I was talking to Ted he's like, Hey, I'm about to do an interview with, uh, it, the Mississippi, Proc- I can't remember. I just blanked on her name. Um, uh, yes. What- Juliana. Yeah. Juliana Daniel was like coming over to do an interview with Ted, like Ted, Ted runs stuff. He's yes. got everything like, yeah, it was pretty, pretty cool.
6: But the cat, they probably want to interview the cat. everybody comes and wants a picture of the cat yeah, yeah. yeah
2: well, it's funny to me because I remember selling them parts whenever uh Teddy was riding mini bikes oh, yeah. back in the day, so it's it blows my mind seeing exactly exactly what's going on because I remember Teddy riding mini bikes around here at the Lone Star and, and just you know all that stuff.
6: you know I still have his 85
2: are you serious?
6: I got his original 85 that he raced at the
2: US Open.
1: Yep. That is crazy. Yeah.
6: Well, Ted. We got little cheap P3s coming up now, so (laughs) we'll we'll be back at that level.
1: (laughs) Hey, with as much as you're involved with the sport of supercross, and you're, uh, you know, I know you have a lot of dealings with Feld. Uh, Feld's doing a lot to try to grow the sport, new TV package, uh, you know, the Amateur Day we already talked about, all these different things they're trying to do. What what do you think that Feld could do better to help out the the quote unquote privateer teams or, you know, the the non factory teams? What could they do to make things better for you and those other teams?
6: Well, I mean as it is, they 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 do they do cater to my team. I mean, they do help us out a lot. They they uh they give us press every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they, they said they're not going to be able to do uh, the whole theme every week because it's gotten so big. I understand that because they're only allowed so many out there. But, you know, uh, if if you really get down to it, they need to start waiving the entry fee of these riders. But I, I think that might come down to AMA instead of failed. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a program I put together for the guys. If they get top 20, we we'll refund their entry fee.
1: Right. Yeah, you told us about yeah. that. Yeah, that, and you're right. I, I mean, it's very silly that the stars of the show are paying to be the stars of the show, basically. You don't go to a concert I, and Metallica isn't paying, a, uh, you know, an entry fee to go play a show. And, you know, uh, football Jeff, players aren't playing. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Johnson's not paying an entry fee. I wouldn't think that maybe the teams do in NASCAR. I don't know, but it's just really silly.
6: Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's, you know, the buy the license and then, you know, the pay, pay the race. And, you know, it's just, you know, as far as failed, I guess if you want to say for failed, we need to get more money to pay these riders to go racing. Okay. Yeah. We need to involve more outside sponsors to come in and, and, you know, let me put it this way: If you're a top 100 rider and you're racing in Supercross, I think they should all have a salary of fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, each and every one of them, with bonuses. This is, you know, and, and this can be done with with outside sponsorships. I mean, you know, they can bring the money in. If you think about it, these kids that are finishing top 40 should be paid.
4: Right. Well. Us. And, 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 and
6: it's something that 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 i talk about at the round table you know that yeah that i, I uh, you know to, to preach to them that you know when you play baseball and sit on the sidelines you get a hundred thousand and 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 i think these young athletes they're they're risking their lives i mean they're 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 training so hard and and they have to pay to compete and not make the the, the monies. You know, this is something that, that, and and the cost of a bike. You know, this is something's got to change in the sport. It, it really does, and that's why i I help these young athletes go racing. I bring in outside sponsors such as DSC and, and Heavy Hogs and you know, Boys Excavating and Extreme and you know, I can go on and on with these companies. All Clear Identity. I mean, there's plenty of companies that are that are pitching into this program to help pay these guys. This is where I'm, you know, bringing in, uh, motels and flights and trying to put in a little extra monies for these guys. Right. But, but to give them an incentive to get in that top 20.
1: Well, yeah. you, 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 outside sponsors obviously is a huge thing that, um, we, we need in the sport and we've seen some pretty major ones come in on some of the teams in the day, like Dodge or, you know, uh, Makita back in the day or whatever, but oh yeah, what, what, happens when we've seen like with Feld in the past where because Chevrolet or Toyota or whoever is a title sponsor, they then won't let the sponsor of the team like a Dodge have a display set up or something. And that's a pretty big issue.
6: Yeah. It's, you know, that's a, that's another, another question at the, at the round table. We need to make the playing field equal, I guess you could say, right where you know, if you, a good example is I bid a job. There's four guys bid against me. The best guy wins. So, so you know, and and Feld's working with me, they're letting me set up displays of my sponsors. I just can't let them sell the product or touch the product. So, so they are trying to to, to come in and, and 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 bring in other avenues to help the sport grow. Uh, I hadn't asked them about bringing in a Chevrolet or a Dodge yet. <laughs> so
4: that's coming, uh,
6: but. But you know, we we are bringing in some vintage bikes for boats, and I mean, we're we're doing a lot of lot of stuff to 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 bring in some outside monies, and 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 and, and understanding what I'm doing. You know, for many years, people wasn't sure what what Ted Fox was about,
4: right? And right.
6: I, I think they're starting to understand it. It's not about me, you know. It's it's you know, I made my I made my career. I made what I didn't like. And I'm doing this just to help the sport and help these young athletes.
2: So, on the forum, somebody asked, and it as a good question. And, and since you deal with Feld, has anybody ever talked to them about like taking money and giving like like Feld putting money back into the top privateers? Have you heard anything about them doing that, or they just don't really care right now, or how what, what's going on with what you've seen?
6: Well, they have done a deal with privateers award and stuff but like uh, money
2: wise uh,
6: <laughs> I, I you know like I said I'm working with Feld. yeah that's a, that's a good idea for me to bring up
2: to him yeah I mean,
6: I'm already trying to get him to let's wave the the writers you know that would be huge that'd be you know let, you know I mean 200 bucks you know that's a lot of money to these poor guys. Absolutely. Yes. And I mean, when they got to pay a flight, and they got to pay a motel, and they got to pay food, and they got to get a rental car, and they got to have a mechanic, and you know, it's just, you know, we we need a we need a base salary for these guys. If if they're in the top forty racing, they need a base salary. Yeah. You know they they need to be paid to help them. So you know that the here's what me and Scott Cooney talked about. It's sad that these athletes, they have so much talent, and and we're having to help them get their license, help them pay their entry fees, just so they can go
2: racing. Yeah, or you could just make it where the the
5: guys have a lot of talent.
2: The guys from the night show from the week before get in for free the next week. So if you made night show, the heat races and all that stuff from last week, then next week you don't pay an entry fee. Something like that would would keep just – You know, it would help to keep some money in their pocket and keep them pushing.
6: Oh, yeah. I told Kerry Joe that. I said, Kerry, you know how many guys I had in the, in the top 20 this week?
4: Yeah.
6: I said, I thought, we'd give me some money. <laughs> I me. I just paid five guys 250
1: bucks." Yeah. Hey, I want to ask you about, you know, you, last year you brought the Karcher pressure washers in uh, to a lot of the rounds, and, and I'm, a lot of the teams would use those. Um, why is that not something that can happen every week? Is that just f- depending on the facility, or what? how do you decide which rounds you bring those to?
6: Well, we're trying to work with sales to do it, but we need that water uh, that, that collects the water and stuff back, especially in California.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah I, I didn't think about that.
6: I am coming in with, with Karcher again this year, but it's it's, it's got to be strictly – with my team in the paddock, you know this is something that we got. We've been trying to work out, work out. Yeah. You know, which uh, they're trying to work some deals to where we can set something up. And it's just you know it 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 takes it takes a couple of years to make it happen.
4: Yeah. You
6: know, I'm, Karcher is one of my big sponsors. I mean, they're you know they're a great company, awesome company. I mean, you know, we we're, we're gonna have this set up again, but I can't go in and let thirty people wash by my rig in a parking lot.
4: Okay. Yeah, that you makes know. sense.
2: <laughs> that's it, true. That's it, a good point.
6: It, well, it's just I can't I can't do it. I mean it's just gonna make a mess and then everybody'll be mad.
4: Right.
2: You know,
6: that's we're trying to get a designated area set up and if we do then yes I'll I'll supply ten, fifteen pressure washers and set up, you know, and and it's it'll be another job on me, but you know <laughs>
1: And how many employees are you bringing this year? You just, uh, damn it, Dale, is he back? He's doing and... it all by himself oh, this yeah. year.
6: Okay, now, damn it, Dale's back. I've got CDL drivers, and I got another driver, and and I've got managers, and and then I've got my wife and myself, and yeah, we're uh, grandkids. We got, yeah, we got pictures, and you know, we got photographers, and it's 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 uh, yeah, we're about six people a week.
2: Your grandkids aren't going to be able to race because you are going to have them working out there before long. <laughs>
6: Oh, yeah. Yeah, when I bring him in, my daughter-in-law gets mad because I keep him on my <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah. Well, it's always a pleasure to see you at the races. And, you know, you, since day one, you have taken us at the Moto X-Pod show in as, like, family. And, hell, you took me to dinner in St. Louis. And uh, it's just – I I always appreciate everything you do for us and that you always have time for us. And it's, it's something special.
6: Well that's what you know that's what life's about I mean it's like right now I'm going a homeless shelter you know for a beautiful feet ministries and I did it just to teach my youngest son Teddy how to read blueprints I don't know, you know <laughs> didn't need God but I did it to try to teach him a trade in life yeah you know we used to go racing and I did doors and frames and hardware You know I did something you know when you do when when you do good others it comes back to you and and I've been that way my whole life you know I always try to help people out. You know, and and everybody stuck You know, I am a hard ass. There's no doubt about that. You know, I want it done right. Want it done right first time. And, you know, but but you know, and, and on the other hand, you scratch my back, and I claw yours. Right. I you <laughs> like hey, well, so while we're still talking about it, I want to shoot in the Supercross futures here too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Jimmy Weeks, as I said, and then we got Grant Wall, uh, Ryder Floyd. Dylan Gazzak, uh Colton C- Colton Fains, C.J. Can Turns, uh, Cameron Geyer, and uh, Devin Bates, and yeah. possibly a Meyer. So I got nine guys that are coming in on the uh, on the future deal. I'm I'm hoping to have Max Ballin too, you know, Talon and stuff.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, we've had Max on the show and, and Ryder Floyd also. Ryder's a good buddy of ours. But yeah, Max is a really great kid and promising future for sure. And with the oh, Chirbys, yeah. a Churby's A being part of your team and uh a Chirbys sponsors a segment that we do every week called the Podium. So yeah, they're they're a great company and we like Vet Max a lot.
6: Yeah, we, we uh we signed three years with the Chirbys.
1: Yeah, so, so
2: so Max, long, Max is not an A rider yet, right? He will be. He'll race B this year, right?
6: Oh yeah, yeah. He'll still be. Yeah, he's still. He's young.
2: Yeah, you know, he's young.
6: Really good at the uh, at the Monster Energy Cup this year, man. Right. Yeah. Still...
2: Yes. So let me but, ask. Uh,
6: I just pick up a new sponsor too. Bike Bandits coming on board.
2: Oh, okay.
1: The, yeah.
6: They're a company. So.
1: so... You you have a, a number of major sponsors. Fly's been with you forever, and and your your main riders they have to use all those products. Your fly, your Chirbys. Um cool. right. but but somebody like Max who is on the other that's a separate thing, right? They they bring they can bring their own sponsors.
6: Oh yeah, they can run whatever they want. you know, on the future deal now on the futures. If if they uh, are in the fly gear, we we'll get them a free set of fly gear. Uh, to start with, then a discount on any additional products that we use.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Now, once they do get their license and sign up to come on the East Coast Lights, then you know it's mandatory to run these products under my tent. Sure. Unless unless you go on the transport side, right? Now, the transport side we give you, you know, we we give you the sport that you need and let you run what you want to run. And 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 the sponsors agree to this because it actually helps the sport grow in the long run. Yeah, oh, a hundred percent.
1: Yeah, so, it, it, is, is Van Martin doing the transport side?
6: Uh, yes, he has to do the transport because he's going to still be under uh, Fox Gear.
1: That's what I thought. We I talked to him a couple of weeks ago, and, yeah, I thought that's what he had said. So, but He,
6: he, he wanted to come on my side, but one of his sponsors warned him to stay on the other side.
1: Right, right.
6: So, and, and And that's why I make the – you know, the problem is when these young kids come out of the amateur ranks – They've been low with you know maybe Henson maybe FMF or maybe Spencer. Sure. So, so I want to give them an opportunity to go racing and still represent the people that's helped them get to that level, you know. And at that point, if they say, "Well, you know," they can go talk to them. And say, we want to go over on Ted, you know on TPJ's full sponsor side, and, and these and these guys that help them should understand that. You Definitely. Know, and leave the door and leave the door open. For them to come back
2: if they want to, Ted, you just make too much sense. I'm just letting you know, just too like like I like think you, make, you said that last time he was on. I think yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah, just too much sense. Like it's just like how too do practical. we practical how, how do we vote Ted just in charge?
6: Nah, no 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 I don't. I don't. Be <laughs> I've been a supervisor long enough.
1: Right, uh, you already have your hands full.
6: Oh yeah, I got you know. So what I do, I really enjoy. Uh, I can I can go down my, my sponsor list real quick if you want me to. Of course, yeah, do it. Okay, it's the, we're going to start at the top. WPS Fly, Parts Pressure Washers, Bike Bandit, Engine Ice, Pirelli, Tires, C&L Products, Lucas Oil, Calper, Curbys, LaCruise, Torque One Racing, Nolto, DSC, California Coast Plumbers, Heavy Hall, Voice, SDG Seats, Extreme Recycling, uh, uh, mascara, which is a shop down by Laredo, uh, erosion, magic graphics, uh, uh, Motul, tool sagging set tool, Rider 95. Uh, we have, uh, the bike sponsors, Carl Cycles, Brock Shop, uh, Maxim Honda, uh, VP Fuels, Got Jesus, TPJ, and Sarah, Sierra Designs.
1: That's a hell of a list. Yep.
6: Yeah,
1: fantastic sponsors, and Ted, a fantastic team. Um, Can't wait to see you at A1 here in a few weeks. Um, I'll be out there for that in Glendale. And like TJ said, his son Doc will be at all the amateur Supercross rounds, so we're definitely going to be coming to see you numerous times. And I think I may actually
2: be be able to make all three of the amateur first rounds. Cool. My schedule
1: may free up to do that.
6: Yeah, it'll be Glendale, A2, and Noka.
1: Yes, yep. sir. Yep. Well, we look forward yes, to seeing you here shortly, Ted. And thank you so much for always being so welcoming to us.
6: Oh, you're you're welcome. I I appreciate the time to uh, to ask me about my program.
1: Absolutely. You know how... Well, we need we need about twenty or thirty more Ted Parks in the industry.
6: I'm trying. I'm teaching a lot of guys. What? Well, will it help the sport grow.
1: Absolutely. Keep doing what you're doing, and we're honored to be uh, friends of yours.
4: Yes,
6: sir. Same here. All right, Happy Ted. Have good- Everybody. All right. Now get back to night. work,
1: Ted. <laughs> all right,
6: <buddy. laughs> All right, guys. All right. We'll
1: see you, buddy. Uh, thank you. All right, Ted Parks. So, how, how does he get all of it done? Uh, man, you know, his wife is, his whole family is involved. They all work hard together, <laughs> and he's got really great guys working with him. So, and he's, he, he just stays on them and they get it done. Yep. Um, so the YouTube thing, you're, you're kind of staying on top of it. Yeah. How's that going? It's
2: doing good. We got people actually like commenting with up to eight watchers. It's amazing. Woo! Like, setting YouTube on fire. We're 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 breaking borders and you know boundaries what? I down.
1: Bet, we're gonna they're gonna have to start paying us on YouTube soon for all the content for eight these eight people watching. We're gonna be one of those YouTube channels that gets like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And we a drive year. Lamborghinis. I'd rather just have a truck that I can pull my motorcycle with and stop <laughs> using my van that has 400,000 miles. Oh, that's great. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so let's take another little break, and we'll be back with Jay Reynolds from uh, Nitro Arena Cross. <laughs> that's right. What's up, boys and girls? We are back with episode 104 of the Moto X-Pod Show, and our next guest is brought to you by All Sport Dynamics. When riding and racing dirt bikes, protection is key. All sport dynamics are hands down the best wrist braces available. Trusted by many top pros such as Weston Pike, Joey Savacci, Adam Ciancerullo, as well as NFL and Major League Baseball players and top bull riders. Visit motocrosswristbrace.com and follow them at wristbraceguy on Instagram or email me, darksidemx3 at aol.com. On the line with us, Mr. Jay Reynolds of Nitro Arena Cross. How you doing tonight, Jay?
7: Dark side, I'm doing awesome.
1: Like so awesome because just you're happy to be alive Dude, or because mean, Arena Cross is uh, killing it or what's up?
7: All of the above, man. <laughs> all of the above. Yeah. Arena Cross is alive and well.
1: Yeah, how's your turnout been so far? How many rounds have you had?
7: We've had four. When we go north, everything's good. When we go down south it's a little it's it's pretty average. But uh the further we go, uh when we come down your way into Texas, I think it's going to be off the charts.
2: Well, I was going to ask about like we had you on before the season. And you talked about how you had broke up the season into different um, regions and all that, and I was kind uh-huh. of and that's one thing I wanted to check in with you about was how is that going? How is the plan going forward with the with the new regions and all that stuff?
7: Uh, good. I mean, everybody's just got to figure out that there's you know as the, as they're racing. It's a constant educational process, right? Right. To 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 let people know that there's uh, three regions and um, they can win championship in each region, um, they can win championship in multiple regions. So,
2: um,
7: you know, it's hard to go race uh, you know 14 different weekends. So it's a necessity.
2: It's yeah. A
7: necessity to break it up like that.
2: And it's turned and so it's it. I guess it's uh, how I say it. Um, been received well.
7: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been doing the regional thing for the last three years.
2: But not with so many. Um,
7: No, uh, that's correct. I think that is correct. Not with quite so many regions. We've had as many as two, yeah, and um, and now we've got three. And as the season progresses and everybody gets excited about the points battles, especially as we kind of bring it out and publicize it, then um, uh, they get more and more excited, more and more engaged.
2: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, how so? You had four rounds down. Looks like Topeka's next. Um, how are the cities when you come into these cities with the advertising? What kind of response do you get? And are you doing like radio advertising, TV? How's that work for you? That's a lot of back backyard questions there, right?
5: I mean, that's 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 inside secret stuff, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> no,
7: I'm just kidding. Um, no, we hit it all. Uh, we are. That's that's my background. I'm a mar. You know, I'm a marketing, advertising, and ad buying um, exec in another company, um, and so we've been able to do, we've been able to pull it off, uh, you know, in a large way, everything from from social to, to geofencing, you know, whenever we come into different places, and what we want to do through the whole social media, um, high-level, uh, anyway, anything from high-level network TV buys to to cable to radio, um, prints going away, surprisingly, uh, billboards are coming back. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, yeah, and so there's some there's. It's always a changing dynamic, and it's a moving target every year.
2: So, I, speaking of advertisement and noticing stuff, I have seen on y'all's uh, on your YouTube channel, and if anybody doesn't subscribe, you go to the Nitro Arena Cross YouTube channel, and they've got some. If if you Google that, you'll you'll find the they got some monster truck stuff going coming up.
7: Yeah, yeah, we're not just uh, the. Uh, Nitro Arena Cross Nationals is owned by the Motorhead Sports. Right. Um and uh and it has I have different partners in there and we, we run Monster Truck events as well as indoor demolition derby events. We're doing four of those this year. Okay. The company. So yeah. But I will say the Arena Cross is I mean, obviously if you look at the numbers you can figure out what my passion is. <laughs> We've got two monster trucks four demolition derbies and 14 weekends, two nights every weekend of <laughs> arena cross. So, you know, some of that, some of that's predicated and, and necessitized by market that, uh, venues that I'm trying to hold a, hold a date or, um, because I need to, uh, for whatever reason, um, we just need multiple of the venue or the market needs another, it needs another in, indoor dirt event, um, so that we can do some other things uh yeah. sponsors there's just all kinds of other other factors there that that uh, that make it so we can move some stuff around there's more there's more locations for us to go in arena cross than we can ever get to so sometimes we've got to move around a little bit
1: yeah i i would imagine locking down a facility is not it's probably a pretty difficult part of the process
7: yeah, and a lot of that's done two years in advance, right? Mm-hmm. Two, three years in advance. That's that's a, that's a big part of it. Is is getting everything done, working on seasons a couple of years in advance.
1: Um. So he talked about the monster trucks. That's a little separate. But at your races, you you have different. Um... I don't know if it's intermission, but like you have Brian Jackson there usually and he's doing wheelie wheelie stunts and you have freestyle guys sometimes and all kinds of – Let me tell you who we got. Okay. Let
7: me tell you who we got this year. Okay, so I've had different freestyle guys. Kenny Bartram and Anthony Murray. Anthony Murray's young, you know, and you'd expect him to be doing everything, right? Mm -hmm. But Kenny Bartram's coming back, backflipping at six of our shows this year. with the Steel He's bringing the Steel Rodeo Tour back during our shows
4: including oh, wow.
7: Austin, and including Mesquite, um, which is, what, G- January 25th and 26th, uh-huh. and then Austin, which is January 11th and 12th. So two times right there in Texas, Bartram and um, and then Anthony Murray, both X-Game stars, of course, and, and Nitro Circus guys, right? So they're going to be there doing it. But, yeah, we just put in whatever fits, <laughs> you know, uh, what, whatever fits in the venue. Like uh, the venue we're coming to next is Topeka,
6: uh-huh. and to put a –
7: Full on, again. Remember, we're motocrossers first, right? So yeah. Show, so when we go to Topeka, the venue's literally so small that we can't put on a real good arena cross show. And let, I mean, it's a full on. It's just like your normal uh, arena cross stadiums. You know, it's like an ice hockey ring.
4: Yeah. And so. Uh,
7: and so it's smaller. So to put a freestyle in there, we're gonna that would make us feel that we would have to, you know, compromise our arena cross track. So there, we figured out. Hey, we could bring in the ball of death.
2: Oh. <laughs> I, I, why is that so cool? You watch the guys do it, and you're like, like it's just. I've, I've never seen it go wrong, but it's like it, at any moment it could. It could, just,
4: Yeah,
5: yeah. That <laughs> and, and people say, think it's cool. It blows my mind. You can. Hey, I have. Have you
7: ever stood in the middle of the ball of death? Hell no.
4: Though. I have. Oh uh-uh, no, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I don't whenever,
7: Let me tell you. Whenever they're going around and you're standing in the middle of them, everything's real slow cuz if you think about the axis point on the inside. Yeah. Right? They're just barely moving.
2: I feel like so I would they're get riding dizzy. Around,
7: they're lo- they're looking at you and they took my hat off
1: and they put my hat back on.
2: While they're going around the circle? Yeah. Yeah, I don't
1: to part it. right. Of that. I don't know. Hey, <laughs> let's let's do it. We we need to like go to one of these events when they have it, yeah, and let it get Jay to let us, You and I do it. No, <laughs> no. Hey,
5: I've got a, I've got a little bit of business I want
7: to take care of. It
4: okay. Care.
7: So I've got I've got all contingency. There's, I think our our arena cross is one of the first ones in a long time, other than you know the national one that's gone, um, <laughs> and uh, it's gotten all contingency. So right. every manufacturer except for one, and that's who I'm calling out tonight, Yamaha. Okay?
2: Yeah. Blue crew. Y'all better be listening. That's right.
7: Everybody else has stepped up. Team Green, Honda in a big way. I've got a Honda dealer that has matched the Honda contingency, which is really good, I might add. A plus 40 guy, if he wins, wins, uh, I believe it's 100 bucks. He can do that in two nights, and they match it. So there's 400 bucks. That a guy who goes and races the plus forty class can come home with.
2: Well, I know that four hundred bucks. Like Doc says, he's going to hit every one that he can because he's like, I want to ride every class I can, Dad, so I can make some money. Yeah,
7: right. So we've worked our butts off. It's taken me what six years to get all that. Right, pounding down doors, and I'm just asking right now to the Blue Crew. That they come on, that they come on with everybody else, because there are guys. I'm just telling you, there's a large number of guys on our in our in our series that ride, the ride blue, and they're starting to make changes, because they're going to ride our series, right? And they're starting to buy other bikes.
1: Yeah, I mean that's definitely something that they should look at, you know, and maybe we can get in contact with some of those people. I don't, I we have a couple of hot, hot, uh, contacts at Yamaha, so. Well, and like and like he, you were saying about guys changing bikes,
2: like we were talking um, with – and hey, bringing my son up again, but we're talking with Doc about contingency stuff, and he's like looked at other bikes, but Cowie pays so good, and they allow him to spend the money on whatever he wants to instead of just factory parts. And yep. so we're running Cowie's another year, so that contingency makes a difference. And, and um, I can see why a lot of guys are like saying, well, we're going to – get this brand if we're going to race these series
4: yeah
2: oh it's it, it really
7: makes it sense. so i appreciate you letting me do that but it really would move them and we, we would do so good as we do for all our other partners yeah so yeah hey one more thing if i got a second yeah, of yeah course. go ahead it won't it won't be that controversial i promise
2: <laughs> come on bring on some controversy
7: <laughs> oh bring it on bring it on hey we are doing a live cast We've been beta testing it for the last uh, four events. Right, We're starting it live. Do you care if I give a shout out on that? No,
2: please do because I've watched some of the testing and it'd be like a couple of seconds, and I'm like, well, why isn't they doing the whole thing yet?
7: <sighs> yeah, we've just been we've been taking and learning it and um, and what to do. It's on MotorheadTV.com mm-hmm. every Saturday night of the series from here on out. Awesome. Uh, four camera angles the whole 9 yards it's free it's also it's sponsor driven so it's going to be and it's going to continue to be free
2: wow so
7: um right there with li- with live podium interviews the whole 9 yards so that brings the element of TV right to everybody
2: and, yeah. and where do they find that again Motorhead
7: TV Motorhead like the band Yep that's it Got
1: it well yeah we'll put that out on our social media for you yeah, we're yeah. That'd j- be awesome. Just so you know, you're part
2: of our beta testing tonight. We're doing <laughs> yeah. live on YouTube tonight, so Sweet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta we gotta keep up with the times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, we're we're yeah, trying to expand yeah. our our uh, our format also. That's awesome. That is awesome. You guys do a fantastic job. We appreciate that, Jay. Well, you know, look, we're we're not even into 2019 yet, but I have to assume you're looking ahead to 2020, you know, in 2021. Like, what, what are your, some things that you have? Do you have anything you can tell us that you're hoping to expand for the next year?
7: Yeah, <laughs> if I can. We got Nobody listens. Pl- there is. There is a, yeah, right. There, no, I can't say anything. Okay. But anyway, um, I can't say anything about that project. I re, I'll tell everybody out there um, that's in the Ohio, I really want to get in Ohio, in Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin. I want to go that direction really bad.
2: Okay. Oh, so, wow.
7: Um, that that is, the, that is the Indiana. That's the, that's the direction I want to go. Yeah. Um, with as far as expansion sure. like where i'm at now everything's working really really well but that's the that's the area they are those guys out there they're void of right now of any high level uh high level arena cross you know
4: yeah and um uh, and we and we really want to
7: provide it there's a ton of riders out there tons and they're arena cross
6: guys too
1: yeah that's a, that's a big deal up north i think that's a really good move that you could make and I would think it'd go over really well. You know, down here in Texas, you know, I know the rounds do really well for you down here, but, you know, we are fortunate to have so many different places to race and so many different events. Um, but, yeah, up north, All I, year it's long. probably much more limited. And to have some arena crosses come up there, I think those guys would be just beyond excited.
7: Yep, yep. No, good st- it's completely, completely awesome stuff, so –
1: yeah, the numbers, we, you
7: were at, mentioned numbers. Topeka, mm-hmm. you know, last year we did 700 entries. Then we're coming right around. Then we hit Texas. Then we come back to Kansas City. Last year we did 925 entries in Kansas City.
1: Oh, wow. wow. That's a lot, of, a lot of guys to get in. And I like, think I
2: went to Kansas, too. That was a really, really, like, it's a really big event, right? It didn't have a pretty good size event center?
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That, that,
2: well, that, I remember that one.
7: All huge indoor pits yeah and uh so we're expecting to we're looking at maybe hitting a thousand in kansas city so
2: that's the well for that's the goal for people who don't know haven't been to one of these events at a lot i think all the ones i've been to pretty much the pits have been indoors or obviously not not all the vehicles but you're able to bring your bike in get out of the weather and you're in indoors for the weekend basically
7: that's what we. Whenever I go to find event centers, that is the goal.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's hard,
7: but that is the goal because <laughs> it makes it so much of a party, right? Right. Oh, and then all the kids are in. They're they're running running around on their scooters, and I mean it's it's like outdoors indoors really.
4: Yep,
2: it is. We're well, on. with the future of American dirt bike racing going more and more towards Supercross and stuff like that, there's a reason why this arena cross is growing, and and we want to keep having you on the show. We want to keep having you be a part of the Moto X-Pod and, and just keeping us informed of what you're doing because obviously your series is growing more and more every year. Yeah,
7: we've been able to step up, and it's been a lot of great – my team is amazing. And, uh, and the Moto community – I think the Moto community is coming out and becoming – I think it's getting healthier all the time. Yep. I really do. We had that big dip there about 10 years ago, <laughs> but we've had a bunch of, a bunch of stuff – you know that's that's coming into play, and uh, I think we're coming back.
1: Well, I hope so. I, I love seeing you guys stay in business and and grow the help grow the sport because, look, I mean, Supercross is great, but the the more local level of having, like, I can't really just go to Supercross and sign up. I mean, I guess they have amateur days now, so some of them I could. But having you guys come to Mesquite and come to Austin and, and memphis or some of the areas that are i could drive to no problem and have my buddies come up and we can go out and bank some bars and that tight uh, tight confines of racing is I, i love it i'm and i know a lot of my friends are planning on being at the mesquite round for sure
7: yep those two buildings are amazing austin and mesquite are off the charts a lot of fun i guarantee they'll have the time of their life absolutely
1: Jay, man, thank you, as always, for coming on and, and telling us about what you got going on. and um, We love being a part of it, as, as small Fantastic. as it is.
4: Good stuff, good stuff.
7: I like what you guys are doing. Keep it up.
1: All right, Jay, thank you so much, man. You have a good night, and uh, we'll, we'll hopefully I'll see you in Mesquite.
7: Sounds good to me. See All you, right, buddy. See, man. You. Bye, bye. see you. See you guys. All right
1: jay reynolds nitro arena cross you can find them on instagram um, and it's nitro uh nitro ax tour.com on the web uh yeah give them a follow check out what they're doing it's pretty cool our, our buddy brian jackson been a part of it for a few years and uh it's a great small you know um what do you want what do you want to call it like it's not national, but it's what do you, what's the word I mean, I'm looking it, for? It's getting to the point to where it's that it, it really big is. Of a deal. Yeah, it's sort of re- somewhat regional. Yes, but um, it's really a great run program. A lot of it. I, I got to do the Mesquite one two years ago and go. I didn't ride, but I I was doing that yeah. benefit at the time and really cool man. So it's, it's a lot of fun. You check them out if you guys are anywhere near any of these cities. If that, you like banging bars,
2: not like hurting <laughs> each other, but if yeah, you yeah. like close racing and you like like to actually compete with people instead of be like spread out with five seconds between you and the guy in front of you. If you like good racing, then you need to go do one of these events. They're actually really fun. Um, they Pretty do safe and, and their opening ceremonies will blow your mind yeah. for how much work they put into what, what's just a, just a, a small arena cross series. That's was turning into a big one but started off even when it was small they did huge opening ceremonies mm-hmm. just like you see in the studio in the in the stadiums and um, you'll be able to bring the family out it's a lot cheaper and a lot closer you get to see more of the action i'm telling you i mean i, I was sad to see arena cross go but seeing nitro and them step up and other series stepping in to take that place is awesome
1: definitely uh, all right, guys, so we're pretty much wrapping up for the night. I want to give a couple shout-outs to some of our sponsors. Uh, well, You guys know the list. Let's read it off real quick. Torque One Racing is our title sponsor, and we have Shock Socks, MX Girl Designs, All Sport Dynamics, Mad Jack Synthetics, Amsoil Distributor, Fly Racing, Power Band Racing, Works Wheels and Mods. Um, you know, we, we do a lot of giveaways just about every week or two. It seems like we're giving some stuff away. Uh, you guys make sure you enter those contests when we talk about them. Sometimes, you know, some of the, the contests we do, we get just a ton of entries and sometimes we don't get very many. So there's always a chance for you to win something. Uh, you know, we gave a set of fly gear away recently for, uh, kinetic youth gear, gave some Amsoil stuff away on Patreon this last time. Uh, what else have we given away recently? A helmet. Uh, that was painted. Well, the, the, the helmet's being painted. yeah. That, we the, gave, one we gave one away. We gave one away at uh, Millville, I think is where it was, but we're about to do another one. Kirk should be getting pretty close to being done with that. Um, I have to remember how I said we're going to give it away because I don't even remember anymore. I need to start writing that stuff down. I
2: but, don't think you actually said how you were giving no, away. No, I think I did last week. Oh, you did probably you? just didn't listen. I
1: don't I don't. But listen. we did a bunch of giveaways all last week. I don't listen when you're sitting right here. two weeks ago because we didn't do a show last week. I just keep talking over you because it's yeah, right. fun. Yeah, right. But, man, yeah, get involved, man, Get because we're going to keep giving these things away, and, and I like having people to pick from. We gave a revalve, a suspension revalve done from Power Band Racing for uh, WP. We gave away a coating on a clutch cover, all kinds of cool stuff, man. So just, yeah, get involved. Really appreciate it. If you guys go check out patreon.com and, and support us, it helps us out a ton. Um, anything else that you can think of right now? Okay, so yeah, I feel like I, I feel really awkward with the YouTube thing going. So I'm just because
2: we normally go through these parts, guys who are still on the YouTube watching where <laughs> yeah. we we just like we're still recording, all right? Uh no. Oh, yes, we're yeah. still recording. Uh, okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, but normally the people who are listening are knowing. I mean, we're just totally screwing this up.
1: It, it's just an odd show tonight. We'll get it figured out. But um,
2: so... so the next time that we set up to record, it may not be the next show, but the next one that we do live. We'll make sure we'll post about it ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, next
1: week you won't be here, so right. we won't be doing a YouTube um, live show because I probably move everything to my
2: house for yeah. next week. And we'll do the YouTube live shows, and we'll post about them. And then it'll be yeah. a solid show. It'll be.
1: We'll have some giveaways too. Some giveaways and yep. some start to finish. Um. Yeah. Let me look real quick. I'll tell you what we're giving away next week because I know there's something, but. Um, let me check. Talk this. about. Let, let me
2: check and see what you're giving away before you tell them, so maybe I can keep
1: it. No, you can't. You, you don't. You're not eligible, TJ. But Jeez. if you don't
2: tell them about it, then they won't know.
1: And we're doing an AMSOIL giveaway next Woo! week. I used some um, AMSOIL oil today. For one of my yeah, projects. Yeah, probably probably some Ceracoding. Uh I'll check with Brett. And actually, if you guys listen to the podiums, uh, we're doing a Turbies giveaway this week also. That's something else I guess that we got to – I may need to give a little more time with the contest because, like, I'll give a week or two usually, and then three or four weeks in I get responses because people aren't listening to them necessarily that right, first man. week. That's their fault. Which, yeah, that's I – mean, Subscribe. I, I, I hate Yeah, if you guys listen, it, you know, maybe give me some feedback. Like, I got some feedback today on something that I've been doing almost every week that was kind of bo- bothering one of our listeners, you know, and I, and I appreciate the, the constructive Talking. criticism – Yes, I talk too much, um, but I do. I like, I don't, I appreciate it because I want the show to be better. I want to hear what you guys think. Um, if there's something we need to do differently for the contest, let me know. Let's give us some ideas. I uh, hit us up on motoxpodshow.com's contact form, it comes straight to my phone. I get them and I try to respond almost within a few minutes. I try to answer back, but um, yeah, let us know. It means a lot to us. I want this thing to get bigger and bigger and better and better. And uh, tell your friends about it, man. Make them listen. Force them, even if they don't want to listen. Tell them to at least download it.
2: Hey, Karsten ask how many rounds before Tomac puts Marv into the nets.
1: I say it won't happen at all this year. You don't not, think so? Not at all. Nope, not once. He's gonna dominate him. I think. <laughs> I don't know. I think Mar <laughs> I think Eli's more focused on not on, on having a really good year and being consistent. Um, I yeah, I- I'm gonna say it doesn't happen. Yeah. Now if you asked about Barsha putting, putting somebody th- in the nets, I'm gonna say It's more like how many. Lap three of the heat race at A one. How many people Barsha puts in the nets. But I like Barsha riding. Like oh I that. love Barsha and how I his love aggressiveness. Love you know, it. And yeah. But yeah I do not I d I don't I don't think Eli and Marv were gonna get together like that this year. This yeah. is I don't know why I just but that's just a theory. I could be. What Good does question, he think? What is, yeah. What is it, What is your? What do you think? He didn't say. So. Well, give him a and second. Then,
2: fool. And then um, also uh, Brandon Care, and um, oh yeah,
1: Brandon. I think Brandon may be a Patreon listener.
2: Edward supporter. Edward Gomez. Both of those guys have been helping out. We had the first time we did this, we had some sound issues, and those guys yeah. kind of. Gave feedback on that, so that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I think Brandon is one of our Patreon supporters, if I'm not mistaken. I, I've uh, yeah, he's he's commented on a number of things and, and got himself to, in some. Comp- he wants to know how many wins for Roxon. Uh, seventeen rounds. We oh,
2: hold on before we go any further. Us every show we all do the... Oh, the Edward Gonzalez is Gringo.
1: Oh, dude, I knew that. How did? Well, because we know him as Gringo, Gringo, man. you're supposed yeah, to be yeah,
2: driving. Yeah. You're not supposed to be, like, on YouTube. Yeah. Anyways, and we do this every year. We talk about all these wins. Wege does it on the Racer X. They all talk about this. And by the end of the year, we got two guys that won every
1: round. Like, all the rounds. Okay, so I'm going to say, all right, this year, Roxon's going to get at least a win. I'm not going to give a number yet. Eli's going to get a win. Jason's going to get a win. Um... So, but we're basically, by the time you get I, I done think, naming this... I feel like Zach's going to get a win. Jesus. By the so time I'm you like get, five.
2: By the time you get a name in it, then we're going to have a, new, a different winner Chiz every is round. going to get a
1: couple wins.
2: <laughs> Baggett's got a win. Oh, yeah, Baggett. Um, Barsha is going to get a win. Um, John Short. Actually, let's be honest. I, I don't see any reason why if Barsha stays healthy, he can't get a win.
1: No, I don't either. Okay, so he wants to have any wins for Kenny. I'm going to say two wins for Kenny.
2: Yeah. I just want a year of... We never know who for sure is going to win.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because we always go in and think it's going to be like – it's it's so open. Yeah. And then you realize, okay, well, it's not as open as we thought. Yeah. But we can hope going in that all these guys are ready. Everybody's 100% healthy. Um, You know, look, last year there was the freak little crash that Eli had that was so weird. And then Marvin got – you know, messed his knee up at Houston – Let's just hope that stuff doesn't happen. Let's get through three or four rounds clean and let's have a series. Hey, uh we got it. We can't. We got to figure
2: out how to block uh Care, Brandon Care. He just said Baggett gets no wins.
1: If Brandon is a patron supporter like I believe he is, he can say whatever he wants. <laughs> Even if he was it, he can I say mean, he wants. I mean, I'm a Blake fan too, but you know, I don't see Blake. Anyway. I, I mean,
2: he's off of past results. I got I can't yeah. I can't argue. I'm still a super fan, but
1: right. off of past results, I I mean, did did he did, – did, I can't remember the guy's name. That, did he say how many wins he thinks Kenny's going to get?
2: No, he didn't answer. Okay. He didn't answer.
1: Um, What about Dino? How's Dean going to do? Does Dean get a podium? No. 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 He Not just, at all. There's just too many guys that have actual yeah.
2: factory rides, and there's just too many guys that by the end of the night – How about Chad? Chad was announced officially yesterday. Chad, Chad will be – At that, he'll will be top five on a regular basis. No wins, no podiums. Hold on, he'll be top five regular on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And if things go right, he gets a podium. Like how, um, like Brighton, like Brighton getting a win. Things fell into place. Just happen right, and there's no nothing wrong with that. No, I mean how he's, I, I mean, I it wouldn't it wouldn't blow my mind if he wound up being the oldest guy on Super. Not Huh? It blow blow my
1: mind if he wind up being is what you said. Oh, if he wound up, Sorry. There you right. go. Winded. Yeah, you said something. Oh, you said I seen earlier. You didn't seen anything. You saw. I seen. I put anyway, a T on the end of it. Um, like yeah, I think Chad could win a race if things fell into place, like the yeah. Brighton. I I don't think he's gonna be fast enough to be a consistent guy in the podium. Um, Deep be cool field, if he was. bro. I'd love to have another guy that fast. It'd be awesome. Yeah. I I'd, I'd love for all all 22 guys to be able to hey, that guy could win tonight. That would be freaking rad, but if, unfortunately, it,
2: I I think if we could have a year and even two years like that, I think it would actually help Supercross grow.
1: Oh yeah. Let's 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 jump down to the 250s.
2: We don't even know who's doing what coast for sure. Well,
1: we do because it was announced last night on the other show. Um but <laughs> on Pulp. Yeah, but I said it. But um I mean, like I, I'm, I'm on the AC bandwagon, man. AC's yeah. riding west. I think AC's the guy. Davalos. Um, <laughs> Martins riding east, I believe. Oh, is he? Yeah, it's um, AC and March. March Bank. I think March Bank's March on, on Bank's west. gonna be good. Yeah, um, but what about like Ferrandez? I'm not sure. I don't remember what coast he's riding. I'm not even
2: gonna get in the 250s because I don't know who's riding what.
1: Okay. The, the, hey, listen, regardless of the coasts, round, okay. The, regardless of coasts, who are your top four in the two hundred and fifty? Just guys that could win or get second. Um,
2: it's got to be Ferrandis. Has got to be number one to win Supercross. Okay. I just that's just mine. Um, I think that Davalos can beat. Um. I mean, we're talking about speed or winning or whatever. Just
1: who you think could win the? Ch- who would you pick Dollar. as the guys to be first and second at the end of the series?
2: It's got to be.
1: So your top four guys overall. It, I mean,
2: obviously, I think overall, if it was a whole complete it's series, like a half hour for you to answer. I'm sorry because I hadn't even thought about it, but I will just pick my. I think whichever coast Ferrandis is on, he wins. Okay. Um and. AC can could win the championship. Wouldn't blow my mind, um, but March Banks are or um Fortner, Fortner, or I mean, there's so many guys coming into this class uh, or young guys in this class that could that are second year, even the second year guys who've got a little bit of Supercross under their belt. Chase, yeah, I mean, it, it's too open. I'm not, yeah. okay. like I said, whichever coast that Ferrandis is on,
1: barring a, an injury or something crazy, he'll win. Fair enough. That, Fair that's, enough. That's <clears throat> why I call him bro. I hate Um. All right. So I guess we're gonna wrap this thing up. We got anything else on YouTube? Any other comments, questions that are stand no. out? No, nothing stands out. Okay. So Gringo says AC bro. I'm gonna give a secret away here. Like, I, if we're still recording, so we're recording the show a little out of order tonight because of some technical difficulties. So if you're on YouTube. You're about and to you, see the and opening. And you want to stay listening, hang tight, because we're about to record the opening of the show at the end of the show. <laughs> but otherwise, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, appreciate all your support. We love you guys. And, again, let us know what we could do better. But for now, we are out of here. See you next week. Or listen to us. <laughs> you'll hear us next week. Whatever. Yeah, you want to see it. Just the end the show. <laughs>